This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Joel is mainstream. I'm a hipster. Can I make it any more obvious? Jake breaks a tie, off in the wrong way. Never. What more can I say? True. Welcome to Bacon Cell, the show where we never fail to make the listener upset. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. We'll see who will last the first round of the 2000s bracket. Dinny, <laughs> Yeah. Yay. Kent, that is not easy. I love that you that sing that. Easy. I love even more that you're wearing a tank top and a tie right now. <laughs> That's why that's happening? Yeah. Did oh. you see my cargo shorts? I love you it. You didn't because they're camo cargo shorts. I didn't see them. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our driving etiquette. We talked yeah. about the rules of the road and, listener, I was going to let you know, Jacob did, we ended up recording a Pacon bit on our patreon.com slash bacon cell where Jacob did expound on one of his many stories. It's a 30 minute story and it's quite Jacob, epic. Jacob's not a concise person when it comes to storytelling. <laughs> I'm not. No, but, <laughs> but it's worth it for the patrons because they actually got to hear one of those stories. I thought I only told relevant information. On you did. And it's actually great. You but told, you literally told us you were wearing a tank top. What was the relevant part of that information? I did not say that. I you wasn't did. wearing a tank top. You said I, I took off my shirt and I wanted to look real vulnerable. And so I was wearing this white tank top. <laughs> that's a different Joel, story altogether. That's what you, that's what you, you tweeted literally said. You took off your, your shirt, your outer shirt. Uh-huh. So you could look more vulnerable when the cop came. I don't know what you're talking about. This Missouri is weird. You're it's you're relevant. <laughs> Hey, speaking of patrons who can now listen to that episode, we Ooh. have a couple new patrons. So first off, we have Jay Powell in the mix. Hi, Jay, Jay Powell. Powell. He's a tier three listener. Hey there. Nice. So thank you very much, Jay. Thank you. Also, we have a, a new person for I Am The Listener. Oh, and I Am The Listener tier. It's Kyler from a more civilized podcast, our favorite Star Wars podcast. Kent, why, would you, why would you end a pl- <laughs> Kent, why would you throw a, a plug in like that for like a podcast? Like that it's our favorite Star Wars podcast? Unless it was actually the name written down. What's the name written down? <laughs> Kyler from a more civilized podcast, <laughs> our favorite Star Wars podcast. So every time we mention... Word for word. And I have a listener awesome. here. We give them shout outs at the end of the show. So you're saying every time we give them a shout out, that's what you got to say. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for not making me swear. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we'll bleep any inappropriate information. We you said anything, Joel. No. I didn't. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, you can be a patron of Bacon Cell 2 and get all sorts of extra content. And then also you can just enjoy this free show today. Because what are we talking about today, Jacob? Wow, we are getting right into it. We have so much show. So much. Uh, tonight. I literally okay. have, I'm just, I'm just teasing this now, 33 pages of notes. What? I have 18 and I don't even hold a candle to you. That 33. <laughs> 33. This has to be an hour and a half to an hour and 50 minutes. Let's go. Got it. What Let's are we talking go. about today, Jacob? <laughs> it's time to talk about 2000's alternative brackets. <laughs> 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 So two years ago, do you have the show numbers that we did the uh, 80s and 90s brackets on? All I know is that the last music bracket we did was in 2018, and it was 80s one-hit wonders. That was the last musical bracket that we did. But it's March, and as we are sports aficionados, we need to do a little March Madness bracket. For music. Yeah, for music. Not for sports, yes, for music. So yeah, we've done 80s, we've done 90s, now we're going to do 2000s, and then maybe we'll do 70s, or who knows? Yeah, if you haven't gone back and listened to those shows, we usually do them in two parts, because there is a lot of show to get through. Yes. So we're going to be starting with 64 different alternative, uh, what are we calling it, rock alternative bands? Yeah, alt-rock. Alt-rock bands. And we're going to whittle that down. Alt-rock, is that going to be our official moniker for this? Maybe. It's a loose term. Some of these bands here, I'm like, are they alternative? Pop alt-rock? Yeah. Are they rock? (laughs) 
but uh, can, yeah, yeah, there's some, some bands. There's some that probably won't fit. But we're going to whittle it down from 64 to 32. So this is going to be a two-parter show. Yes. But we're not going to do the and next part next be. week. We're doing a different show next week, taking a break, and then we'll get back Making to it. Can you wait for the winner? He's taking a lot of research. And we're so sorry in advance. Because <laughs> we're going to make some people mad. A lot of people mad. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of babies. There's some sweethearts here. Okay. I just want to know, kind of set the scene here. Okay. Yeah. Ready. 2000s. Where were you guys? What were you up to? Like, what does this music evoke memory? 2000s was college radio all the way. And yep. this ages us or dates us, I should say. But it's for me, it was only listening on my iPod or music that my friends gave me. I avoided the radio altogether. Really? Granted, I knew these songs, but there's a lot of these bands I didn't really listen to till well after they had a couple albums out. Okay. So it was just cool hipster albums that my friends gave me and you'll see that in my voting okay granted my voting won't all be personal preference based on albums we so do we'll get i was going to say we have it as 33 percent performance 33 percent impact yeah this is good to and 34 percent personal taste right so a little edge there for personal taste but we are also going to take into account how many albums they sold and if people still talk about them. which right. we have to talk about so jake what was your music history it's pretty 2000s. much the same i mean i'm in college and mostly thinking about how this music is not as good as the 90s <laughs> uh, but honestly it has aged well uh in some a of lot, it some of it very yeah. very bad some of it sounds like the 90s it does that was mm. my next comment yes like some of the best stuff for me is like the music that sounds most like the 90s <laughs> yeah and i'm like oh wow that's actually so this is the 2000s and eh, it sounds like the 90s right yeah. um which i mean the 90s had a huge impact and there is some crossover so here with like they were they were formed in the 90s maybe had one hit in the 90s but we're really talking about when they broke big but well, it's yeah. a flexible loop. And some... we do need to talk about that because that's our general rule this yeah. is what this is the decade we believe defines them the most even yes. if they did have songs released before or after like Correct. some of them had a resurgence recently, but it's still like, yeah, but I still think of them as that band. Yes. Uh, 2000s for me, I was in college, but that's the year. It's the years that I went to college. It's the years I got married. I started having kids. Like it's all kind of like tied up in there. For so. you, was it the years when you're driving around with dates listening to like almost like adult contemporary alternative? For me, it's the years that I was. Girls? That I, I, was I did a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's the years of driving around in my, the car that I still drive today. <laughs> oh, mercy. <laughs> that's uh, that's singing these songs at the top of my lungs to stay awake while going to Quick Wits and Back. Okay. So that's a lot of this. That's great. But let's jump into it. Let's do this. And we are going to be voting on a three-party system, meaning two-thirds of the vote advances to the bracket. And Jake, as the moderator Mm -hmm. and the third voting member, keep us tight because we talk for a long time. I, that'll be tough. We're already because we have to give everybody their due, and there's sixty yes. freaking four of them. And you can actually go to bakeandsell.com and print this bracket out yourself and play with your friends at home. Make them mad. All right. So the first matchup. Are you ready, gentlemen? Oh boy, yes. We're gonna start with one of the most iconic bands from this era, Nickelback. Well, that's alternative rock versus Switchfoot. Nickelback has nine studio albums and has sold more than fifty million albums worldwide. Ooh. They are, a, and that's a heavy hitter on here. Yeah. That's one of the big ones. Nickelback is one of the bigger bands on here. And as much as people hate on them, they are successful. They have 19 top 100 hits. Well, no one's going to listen to them today. If- no, people do love them. Nah. In fact, you put a gun to someone's head and you're like, die or listen to Nickelback. And they're like, just shoot me. No. I wish. That's, that's an exaggeration. Now. I wish I liked is Nickelback it? more because they deserve to be liked because they're so hated. And I feel bad for them. Yeah, I feel It's bad the point where too. everyone hates them. Kent's like, oh, I like them. Yeah. Uh, for, camp. for me, like, I actually don't, <laughs> I actually don't mind their music. A lot of it. It's fine. Yeah. But it's like Photograph, for example, has some of the worst. It's, it's easy, terrible rhymes. And I hate it. Such as, yeah. look at this photograph. Oh, your voice is gone now, by Every the way. Every time I do it makes me laugh. 
terrible. Yeah. Like just the, they keep like the, the crap's lazy off to like rock star as well. But here's the thing is that like Chad the, Kroger, like the, they released an album and uh, they, they made, it says the band spent, they, they got some money to, to make an album. The band spent half the money it. to record the EP and spent the other half on magic mushrooms. That's what it says. That's here. what they said. Uh, but around 2019, Chad Kroger started studying every piece, every sonically, every lyrically, everything musically, chord structure. Like he started, this is 2001. He started to uh, study these things and dissect every single song that he heard on the radio so that he could see why it did well. And then he tried wow. to put that in his music. So he's scientifically That's clever. trying to create. He's hits. like the Will Smith of the crappy well, alternative and then, world. And then he comes out with How You Remind Me, which makes sense. Yeah. Oh, can I actually say here that they had an album in 97, 98, something like that, Leader of Men. Yeah. I had that album. Yeah, they went by they went by the name Creed at that point. No, <laughs> you're no. gonna confuse the listener. Some people don't know about these. The millennials listen to this are like, oh, okay, Nickelback is Creed. <laughs> no, they were the Creed was the worst. Uh, and I still but no, Creed. that album was good. I enjoyed that album. They had a couple of really good songs on there. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then that was like they sold. And like you looked 10, at the photograph. Ten thousand of that the, that album, as opposed yeah. to however many million of the next one. So let's give Switchfoot some love. Yes, so their do. hits are in the top, the Billboard Top 100 is "Meant to Live," which is number eighteen. We Dare me. you to move? So number good. seventeen and "Stars," which is number sixty-eight on Billboard. Couple great albums. Oh, they have eleven studio albums, albums as well. Yeah, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. And two songs. Me. That's weird. So, <laughs> so Joel, the fuzzy math here for me will be the album sales, which are really hard to research. Uh, some sites give you one number, other sites give yeah. you another because yeah. there's there's single sales and album sales. I primarily went by by Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge and truth. So I have about five million sales for Switchfoot. I have around four million. Yeah. So, and if they didn't say it explicitly, I had to go through and count because every time it says platinum, that's a million. Every time it says gold, that's five hundred thousand. Yeah. So That's the, the name Switchfoot, yeah. it comes from surfing. It's Big about itself. a new stance. They say it's about it's a change and a movement, a different way of approaching life and music, which is why they went with that name. Now, Switchfoot got their popularity. They, they popped on the scene because they were in one of their songs was in the movie A Walk to Remember starring Mandy Moore. Yeah. And so they had she actually sang their song Only Hope during the movie. And they had some other songs in there. And that's why they got their kind of start. But they elevated, gentlemen. In March 2008, the band wrote and directed a new song called This Is Home for the film The Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. That was their <laughs> second break. They, they actually are considered gospel or yeah. Christian rock. They actually got a Grammy nomination for Best Rock Gospel Album. They did. Which is apparently a category. Well, uh, like Meant to Live, right? Like we were meant to live for yeah. so much more. Oh, yeah. we, t- we talked. I was going to say you talked about why, how Switchfoot got their name. Do you guys know Nickelback, how they got their name? It's the worst story ever. It oh, is. The band's name originated from a, the nickel and change that band member Mike Kroger gave to his customers at his job at Starbucks. Starbucks. So he used to say, what? Here's your Nickelback. Here's your Nickelback. Here's so that became your Nickelback. Nickelback. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So this is this is actually kind of difficult that's for dumb. me because oh, I got so bad. That's so I bad. have to acknowledge Nickelback's presence and the fact that I do. I don't hate their songs, uh, but Switchfoot has a special place in my heart because it was interesting to me that girl I liked. I, she gave me the CD. Or you're voting me. for Switchfoot? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to give him love though. I got to because I really do like Switchfoot's songs, but I got to say Nickelback. So I give awards on these, and some of the awards I'll get to on the next show. But Switchfoot, I gave Dare You to Move Your Finger to the Next Track. No, I like <laughs> Dare You to Move. I like Switchfoot. <laughs> and so I'm going to give it to Nickelback based it on album so sales and success. That, that it really was. Move, yeah. So Jake, you, I mean, that's a clean sweep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jake, I voted for Nickelback. Oh, gosh, no. All right, the next matchup is... Yellow card. With such hits as Ocean Avenue, Only One, and Lights and Sounds. 
versus Good Charlotte. With I Don't Want to Be in Love, Lifestyles of Rich and Famous, The Anthem. They also had eight total top 100 hits. The River. Yeah. That's Garth Brooks. Nope. <laughs> Wild Horses. So well, yeah, I love that one Charlotte, Good Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yellow Card has 10 uh, studio albums, including... One called Midget Tossing. That was their first album. <laughs> what the you what? Never uh, yeah. That was in 97. That's a different like time then, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and they use a lot of violin in their music. Which always gives it a more epic feel with yeah. any song. It does. It, it does. Well, because it's like that fast. It's not like a slow, beautiful one. It's like. <laughs> that was really that good. Was, that was Ocean Avenue. Yeah. Uh, by the way, they got their name from uh, soccer. Basically, someone they they do this thing where they give each other yellow cards for doing something stupid, like spilling yeah. a beer on the carpet. Like party fouls, basically. Yeah, party them. foul where they get a yellow yeah. card, so it became yellow card. And then Good Charlotte, seven studio albums, about fifteen million albums worldwide. Uh, and these guys both kind of shut down after a little while. Well, they're still kind of going. Good Charlotte tried to come back. And that was just, the thing that annoyed me about this research camp. Yeah. is almost every single band's history. As I was reading, I was like, and then they went on hiatus, and then they came back. And then they went on hiatus, and then they came back. Yeah, it's like, well, if albums start stop selling, what are they going to do? I think it's just concerts. They just want to get together for tours and make yeah, money that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. There will still be an audience. Yeah, let's go do. relive this a little bit. You know, but it, just seemed, it seemed like all the other like '80s and '90s bands had the kind of these interesting, cool stories of how they met and right. how they how they got together oh, and their their we're history. Gonna, we're going to get here. Like most of these people, they're like, we met at prep school or in preschool, yeah. and we decided we, to keep playing. We met at that <laughs> Christian rock group, uh, I, youth group together. I didn't go to college. Instead, I became famous. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I chose okay. to become famous. It's like these bands were watching the 90s bands going, we could do that. And they did. And they did without the heroin, yeah. which is boring. Well, that's the thing is, I remember hearing <laughs> Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous by Good Charlotte. And they're like, uh, you know, the rich are stupid. They're complaining. They're complaining. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. aren't you guys rich? No. Yeah. So I'm giving Good Charlotte the most punchable award. <laughs> like, because I actually want to give them black eyes and not just from their fake guy liner there. But Kent, in 1999, Good Charlotte opened for Save Ferris in Philadelphia, and they were in your favorite movie, 10 Things I Hate About I You. I know, and yours Ooh, too. No, wow. it's not my favorite. Yellow Card gets the award for Simple Plan's more talented older brother. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, they sound man. the same, but have violence. They do. Now, so I, Yellow Card obviously sold much on. less. You're voting, Kent? Not yet, not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yellow Card sold much less than Good Charlotte, so that does have to come into play a little bit. They had much more of an impact, and the fact remains... I like more of Good Charlotte songs than I like Yellow. So you do songs. like Good Charlotte. I really like Good Charlotte. Even with Ocean really? Avenue existing on the planet right now. Ocean Avenue is a great song. Ocean Avenue but gives me a headache. Listen to this. Okay, so yeah. Ocean I Avenue. Like, I recognize it's a good song, but it always hurts. I don't know It why. hurts? Yeah, my head hurts. Is it pop punk? Because pop punk kind of does that to my head too. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Or mall punk or whatever yeah. it is. But Good yeah. Charlotte, I, I mean, look at these songs. Lifestyle, which are famous. The Anthem, Girls and Boys, The Young and the Hopeless, Hold On, Dance Floor Anthem. These are songs that I will sing along with, and I love singing along. They're very, with. they're very sure. poppy, but very poppy. Yeah. Yeah. But Joel, Yellow Card has an average Metacritic score of sixty nine, whereas Good Charlotte only has fifty six on their average Metacritic score. Does Metacritic that come for movies. Metacritic it's has for movies, like, games, everything. It has artist reviews like mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Oh, I you can look at like album yeah. averages. My vote has oh, wow. to be for Good Charlotte though, because I, I I really like them unapologetically. I like Good Charlotte. I named my daughter after him. Her name is Good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm giving to Good Charlotte as well. Yay! <laughs> That's a sweep. Then. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next matchup is White Stripes. With such hits as Seven Nation Army, Hotel Yorba, and Fell in Love with a Girl. Versus Snow Patrol. So we have Chasing Cars, You're All I Have, Signal Fire, Just Say Yes. They had nine. Run. Run. Come on. Run. Nine uh, top Chocolate. 100 hits. 
Yeah. Um, Chocolate, did you make that up? No, that's a great song. Is this another Garth Brooks song? So White... (laughs) It's good when he sings it too. White Stripes has around 18 million albums sold. Snow sold snow patrol has about 16 uh, albums sold worldwide so they're they're pretty close and they're really close so jack and meg white so they were married when they were in the band i thought they were brother and sister oh that's what i heard too i yeah. thought they were siblings wait you thought they were brother and sister for the longest time yeah but then well I, they're like weird siblings created by tim burton yeah that's what they <laughs> that's actually like, true. Right? no i i heard they were siblings like i i've never thought well, their relationship was kind of sibling like his his name was actually Jack Gillen, Gillis. Yeah, and then he got married to her and took her last name of Meg White. And it huh. he says with the name he says Meg Love Peppermints, and we were going to call ourselves the Peppermints, but since uh, our last name was White, we decided to call it the White Stripes. And he says it revolved around the childish ideas that kids have are much better than adult ideas. Hmm. I was like, okay, it's kind of a childish name for kind of a darker soulsy solely band can i say something though about white it. stripes garage band white stripes is one of those bands that i felt like i should like because everyone else liked they're like oh yes the white stripes yes you must listen to them look how look how white and pale they are right they're so talented <laughs> but, is that what people's barometer <laughs> they look like they they're are. white and pale they must know what they're doing uh, have but, you seen sia but mm. it is it is impressive <laughs> it is impressive that it's basically uh, him playing guitar her playing drums that's it. and they're able to create this amazing yeah, sound it is Snow Patrol is one of those bands that I really have this emotional attachment to some of their songs. I don't know. I, I don't know if they're as they're not as Snow talented Patrol a band. is what I'll play in the car t- with a date to feign sensitivity. <laughs> <laughs> light up, light up. I actually feel like the lead singer Snow Patrol is actually asleep when he's singing the song. Hey, he looks it sometimes. Well, and in the Chasing Cars uh, music video, he lays down the whole time. So yeah, Can't but bunch. it is it is really cool though. Snow Patrol they started their first gig was playing for eighteen people at a strip club, and then they later went on to play for Family Wembley friendly. Stadium. True. Like, think about that. That yeah, is a cool. huge success. It's cool. Yeah. But I'm cool. sorry, I can't take away from the success of Jack White. And his worst Bond song ever. Oh, man, it's not good. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not the worst Bond song. It's pretty bad. It's down there. Bottom five. Yeah, it starts off so cool. But it's not the Bond show. But the success Save of, it for November. of Elephant and White Blood Cells, these two critically loved albums are ranked in the top 50 for any publication out there. Well, they were so big, and you're like, why'd they go away? Why'd they go away? And it's because... Meg didn't really like it. Meg was not a fan. In fact, they're one of the few albums that have an end date. Most all these, yeah. these bands say, like, you know, 1997 to present. This one says 1997-2001. It's definitely they're rough done. for music, but Jack White is so talented, you can't take it away. So I'm going to have to give my my vote to the White Stripes. I love both of these bands. You do? Okay. I do. I, I genuinely have listened... I, I mean repetitiously to both of them for mm-hmm. years and years and years and years. I'm going to have to give it to Snow Patrol, though, by like a 5%. Hair. Because there's just a couple of songs in there that, like, White Stripes is fun. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this guy is so talented with a guitar. And, like, it's just memorable stuff. And it feels like throwbacks. And it feels good. Like, it feels... Is it, is it weird? It feels kind of like America rock. Like, that. that's, yes. that's the vibe I get from it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is fun. Snow Patrol, though, I'm like, it makes me think. And it, it like it like there's there's sort of like an emotional response to it that I'm gonna that's where it gets that extra five percent. Okay, fair enough, Joel. Now that I said I emotionally connect probably more to Snow Patrol songs mm-hmm. because I listen. Well, to Well, they those. are the sensitive songs. They sound yeah. adult contemporary. Yeah, but then I look at what movies they've been attached to. Oh no! <laughs> Such as the Spider-Man Three soundtrack, <laughs> the movie, the 2003 animated movie Epic, and the 2014 uh, movie Divergent. 
This, they're attached to bombs, and I can't stand Wait, by so that. Is, that's enough for you? <laughs> you were just talking no. about the Bond song. You can't no, take away truthfully, from... Truthfully, though, uh, that was just kind of me having fun here. Yeah. But I look at it, and while Snow Patrol is good, and I like their songs, I've never really kind of unified their songs under the umbrella of this band. It's kind of like, I like that song, I like that song. If White Stripes has a look, a feel, and a style... And I got to give credit to them. You could put the song Seven wow. Nation Army against any of these bands, that one song, and it would probably win. It's a great song. Yeah. Although the music video. It's great. I it's like cool. It it's, it it's, it's crazy. So many things are hurting your head. Are you oh, okay? No, man. Next match, The Hives. With hits such as Hate to Say I Told You So and Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, isn't it like Tick, 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 boom. Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> He has like 25 ticks in there. So. Versus Incubus. With hits like Drive, Wish You Were Here, Megalomaniac, Anamali, and Dig. Now, Pardon the Hives me, Stellar? Have, yeah. Gone. The Hives have... Well, there's a ton, but those yeah. are the uh, Billboard ones. Hives ha, uh, have around five studio albums and about two million albums sold worldwide. Incubus has eight albums and have sold over 19 million albums worldwide. The awards I gave for this one is for the Hives. It's the first runner-up of the The Bands, because it's my second favorite The Band of this what? era. What are you saying? Because the there's band. The... Because they all put the in front of something. Okay, okay. Whereas Incubus has my voice crush award because Brandon really? Boyd's voice. It is a cool voice. It's kind of It's a very cool the, voice. The, in the hives, the band has described themselves as, quote, being like a velvet glove with brass knuckles, both brutal and sophisticated at the same time. Did you get the names of the band members mm. on there? Sounds like they were. We have Halvin uh, Pete, Nicholas Arson, Chris Dangerous, the Johan and Only, and Vigilante Karlstrom. There's, there's Those guys Sweden, try too hard. So. Yeah. Yeah, this, this band's from Sweden, oddly enough, whereas Incubus is from uh, California. Ken, do you have strong feelings about either one of these bands? Very strong feelings. Okay, then go first. <laughs> Incubus. Remember he said man crush, or voice yeah, crush. voice or, crush. Voice crush. No, Pardon Me came out in like 99. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was like, oh, this song and is Science, awesome. which is in 97, which is a great album as well. Oh, I, I don't think I go went back check to that it out. One. It's, no. it's very 90s. Can, yeah. can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you remind me of what Drive, how Drive goes? Whatever the wind, I'll be there with open arms and open eyes. Yeah, I mean, lyrics, not great. But that was the tune. I, 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 to be honest, I don't have strong feelings towards either one. It was very overplayed back in the day. It was. And then hate to say I told you so, I know that one. But And I have a lot of information on these guys, but I'd really like to push them through because every album of theirs evolves. And sometimes it's like, I, they're not always better. Their best album was mid-2000s, and it's called Light Grenades, where every song is incredible. Okay. And it's start to finish mm. great. We and might so be I, in trouble, Kent. They're kind of a favorite of mine, too. Yeah, so Incubus would be my pick to go through. Jacob, do you have strong feelings one way or the other? I, I was a fan from 99, so yeah. And uh, also The Hives? Ugh, no. Skip. Okay. <laughs> Skip no love for them? No, no. I don't... They, like, they're... I, but they're they're trying too hard. The music is like, but they okay. recorded a Christmas duet ent- entitled "A Christmas Duel" with Cindy Lauper. Listen, tick tick boom. Is okay, kind of I fun. changed my vote. <laughs> Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Cindy Lauper brought it back around. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a clean sweep for Incubus. Okay. Incubus. All right, the next match. Avril Lavigne. <laughs> with such hits as "Complicated," "Girlfriend," "Skater Boy," "My Happy Ending," and Kent's intro. Versus Katie. Tunstall. With two hits, Black Horse and the Cherry Tree, and Suddenly I See. Suddenly That's I it? See. Yeah. I uh, so, uh, KT Tunstall, about more. six studio albums, about 14 million albums sold worldwide. 
Avril Lavigne, six albums, 40 million albums worldwide. Mm. And we actually referred to her in our episode, Bacon's episode 204, Illuminati Confirmed. You mean Melissa Vandella? The, the lookalike who took place of Avril Lavigne when Avril Lavigne passed away? Yeah. Yeah. So the award I gave for Avril Lavigne is best ska fashion for the opposite of a ska musician. <laughs> and Katie Tunstall is peaked 10 years too late. Oh, she is very 90s sounding like because that 90s mm-hmm. angry girl music yep, was yep. is good era. And she definitely belongs there. It's yeah. great music. Oh, as it well. is. It is. It's great music. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's actually definitely an earworm. It well, is. no. So I remember seeing Katie Tunstall on a remember which talk show, but mm-hmm. she was on a talk show and it was just her and a guitar. And then she had a, a looper pedal. Like yeah, she could just kind of looper. That's music. how she got so famous, like, actually. Yeah. Is so that she, the one you saw? Yeah. And so she's like, OK, I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one thing. And then she does one thing and puts it on a loop. The woohoo. Yeah. Woohoo. And then she starts mm-hmm. doing the claps and she did that in the loop. And so she's only playing with herself. And eventually she comes up with this song, A Black Horse and Cherry Tree. And it's fantastic. It was fantastic. She's actually very talented. Her name's Kate, actually. Her real name is Kate Victoria Tunstall. But she goes by KT because of the KT impact, the name of the geological event that caused extinction of dinosaurs. Wow. That's an epic Mm -hmm. name. That like brought it down. That caused a lot of nothing. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I'll vote first because even though KT... The epic dinosaur killer (laughs) definitely did not sell as much as Avril Lavigne. She's way more talented. I'll happily vote for Katie. And I do not know what you guys are going to vote for. And you might go for numbers. So I'm going to throw it out there. She is more talented. Avril Lavigne did have 20 top 100 hits on Billboard. Wow. It's insane. Shut up. And by that, I mean the studios because she is totally a product of the studios. Yeah. Yeah. Like change your fashion. She became one, right? She didn't start that way. Change your whoever you are, Melissa. Uh, and then <laughs> I think Jacob's just voting her because she's Katie Tunstall's from Scotland and Avril Lavigne's from Canada. That's why. I think. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, obviously. Wow. I didn't know you were going to catch that, but yeah. <laughs> Man, am I that transparent? Subtle digs of Canada. <laughs> Nationist. I'm, I'm going to vote opposite then, Jacob, because I think Avril Lavigne, as much as you guys are bashing on her, I think she is a great performer. I think her voice is solid. I know. Skater Boy. It just she's, changed my life. She did I think she's have talented. a song I liked. I can't she's remember got, what it was. She's got a presence. I got to go with Avril Lavigne. Solid performer. She creeps me the heck out, but Avril Lavigne gets the win. Sorry, yeah. KT. All right, the next matchup is going to be All American Rejects. With such hits as Dirty Little Secret, Move Along, It Ends Tonight, A Swing Swing, and The Last Song. What's uh, Give yeah. You... What was that song? Give You What? Headache. Okay. That <laughs> was the number one hit. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's like their most popular it really one. Wait till, yeah. we get to, wait till we get to Kings on Leon. Give, give You Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, versus... Kings of Leon with You Somebody, Radioactive, and SEX on Fire. <laughs> Six on Fire. <laughs> I Right here I have S asterisk asterisk asterisk. <laughs> you censored your notes? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't I, want to read I it. may have written it down at work. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so All American Rejects from Oklahoma, Kings of Leon from Tennessee. Got a little Southern yep. battle going on here. Oklahoma. What'd you have for album sales on All American Rejects? Uh, All American Rejects sold over 10 million albums. That's worldwide. what I have too. And I have 21 million for Kings of Leon. Yes. Well, they've kept going though. Right. So All American Rejects, their award is created in a lab by scientists from the CW. <laughs> they do. They look wow. like they look like they pretty look boys. exactly like That's they're made true. by CW. Yeah. And then Kings of Leon, the award is singing sounds painful. No, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like, is it hurting you, buddy? Are no, you okay? Okay? Every, no, every time I listen to Kings of Leon, I, I think of it, it. Honestly, I've always thought this isn't something I thought on Bakersfield. I've always thought it sounds like he has to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, I've been looking around and all I see. He's like trying to. Like a little I use, I use some toilet paper. 
Fire. <laughs> and the the problem is like the uh, the six on fire as we're calling yeah. it. Yeah. So that song, I actually love the sound of it. And then I heard the lyrics song. and I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. same thing happened to that me. It sounds like a, a venereal disease. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wow. This show already. Uh, interesting fact about Kings of Leon. They're three brothers and their cousin. That's the band. Mm-hmm. Their father was a preacher and they named the band after their grandpa, Leon. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that kind of cute? Yeah, it is. Meanwhile, you got to All American Rejects and they formed in high school. They were mm-hmm. friends in high school. And they said the name just came from, it was a random name that sounded cool. I feel like we've yeah. grown into it over the years. And I'm like, that sounds like kids from high school. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I really like Move Along. Yeah. I, I like that. That song motivates me. I enjoy it. That's a solid song. It's one of those rare songs from a lot of these people where it's like, oh, I still listen to that. Like, I like that. Yeah. 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 And as much as I enjoy the Kings of Leon because they said they dislike Glee and refuse to let them use their music. Which is great. I like that they stood I, I by applaud that. that. All, All American Rejects is one of those bands that takes me back. Like when I hear Move Along in the car. Is it I'm a guilty pleasure along. or just a pleasure? It is an absolute pleasure. And uh, I was going to say uh, Tyson Ritter's uh, piercing blue eyes don't hurt at all either. Wow. <laughs> you bought into <laughs> the CW. CW. I did. <laughs> it's, a, it's a guilty rejects. pleasure for me, Kent. Definitely so All American They cannot rejects. be rejected because they're going through. Jacob? Oh, wow. I would have gone Kings of Leon. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah they've stuck around better. No. No. No, I like their last album. You do? Well, I didn't hear the whole album. Too late. They're gone. I, Move they're on. Gone. Move along. All right, next match is going to be the Postal Service. With such hits as Such Great Heights, The District Sleeps Alone Tonight, Sleeping In and Nothing Better, Brand New Colony. All good. All good, but not all hits. Versus Keen. Uh, somewhere only we know is it any wonder and they also have 16 uk hit singles yeah so uh, okay album sells uh keen's got about 13 million and postal service has about 1 million yes but keen had five albums oh postal service had one so postal service they they just had one album one yeah one album album. give up that was their only album their their award is the ironic college hipster because everyone in college like this so there's no real hipsters And the Keen has the epic love award because every song they sing about love mm-hmm. is the no, most epic song ever written. But here's the problem is every time I listen to Keen, I hear his lips on the microphone. Like he's like, <laughs> Wow, I wish I had a picture of this right now. <laughs> I had the back of my heart. But I do enjoy Keen. I do enjoy some of their songs. Postal Service, by the way, got their name because they were literally sending tracks back and forth through the U.S. Mail Service. I know why you like Postal Service, because Jenny Lewis was contributing to the band. I was going to say the same thing about you. If you don't know who Jenny Lewis is, have you seen Troop Beverly Hills? Have you seen The Wizard? She's the redheaded girl in those movies. And she is the singer on the Postal Service. True Beverly Hills? Troop Beverly Hills. Troop. I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Shelley Long? No. You've never seen it? No. Oh, it's classic. And then this ben, is one of these things that still happens where you guys reference something, you both know it, and I still don't know what you're talking so about. So big as that. We've been doing this for like five years. <laughs> so Consequence of Sound, music publication, gave Give Up their, their 55th best album of the 2000 era. So it was pretty good because Keen did not get that from any publication there. But they did hit it big with Hopes and Fears in 2004. Yeah. That album, which is their first album, is still one of the best-selling albums in UK chart history. Wow. Uh, Keen actually used to be called the Lotus Eaters when they started as a cover band and they changed their name to Cherry Keen and then shortened after one of their friend's uh, mother, one of the friend's mothers. Mm-hmm. And then they shortened it to Keen later on. Oh, they're, they're very insecure, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. I mean, you've seen him, right? He yeah. seems pretty insecure. And then, Does he? Yeah. Have you seen that, that face, though? That face is or, weird. Uh, <laughs> 
The Postal Service, by the way, uh, they're actually kind of a side project because Ben Gibbard was in Death Cab for mm-hmm. Cutie and he was producing with some other people who were doing other projects. And it was kind of something they just did as kind of a side project. Right. Like I said, through the mail, they'd mail a track and then record something, mail it back. But then they came out with this album, and since then they kept saying, like, maybe we'll do another, maybe we'll do another, but they yeah. never had the time to fit it in. They, they waited. It was like 2013, so like a decade after, they're like, we're going to do an album. Just kidding. We're, we're never going to do it. What's your favorite again. song from these guys? Oh, man, I love so many of them. I'm obviously voting for them because I, I, I love Brand New Colony. Oh, Nothing Better, though. Nothing Better may be my favorite. I love Nothing wow, Better. Wow, you really you know the deep tracks on these guys. No, these, these are like the big hits of theirs. The like, big hits. Ba- well, basically, they, they, they charted one the, album. The, yeah. da- the dance singles, they charted a couple times. But they U- U.S. dance singles, yeah. Like people, a, a ton of uh, popular artists have also covered uh, Nothing Better. Uh, and Such Great Heights also has been covered a couple times. But this... Oh, I love. If you haven't listened to the Postal Service, almost every single track on that album. It's, it's give really up. airy. It awesome. They use synthesizer, but it's like it sounds nice. Like it puts you in a better mood. Yeah, it's a sure. very kind of dreamy, ethereal feel to the music, right. but I love it. Just so the lyrics Joel, and the music. You're going Postal Service. Oh, no. No, yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm going Postal Service. So, Jake, I'm going to need your vote on this one. Oh, gosh. No, it's Postal Service. Is it really? Yeah. I'm straight up going keen on this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's close. Keen, yeah, I, I really only like like one song for from the, Keen is the trouble. And okay, it's, and it's the one I could share you some oh, yeah? that are actually great. But okay. the vote is out. The vote so is postal out. service with one million albums. Joel got his pick. <laughs> in. College Rock for the win. All right, next matchup is Train with such hits as Meet Virginia, Drops of Jupiter, Hey Soul Sister, and Calling All Angels. Versus My Chemical Romance. With hits like Welcome to the Black Parade, Helena, Teenagers, they had nine top 100 hits. Nine. My Chemical Romance sold around 8 million albums worldwide. Train sold about 10 million albums worldwide. Yeah, so it's really close. Just 10? Apparently. So Train gets that the Genre right. Jumper Award because everything they do, every single they have, is a different genre. It's kind of weird. It seems all just singer-songwriter No, but then it's like... Melody stuff. It's like Drops of Jupiter, then it's... Hey! Soul sister, Mr. Mr. Calling all angels. Where's my chemical romance or my chem, as I like to call them? Oh, no, you chem. don't. They have the Inspires Me to Be Emo Award. <laughs> they deserved I, it. I never feel they emo. They deserved it. And then I listen to them, I'm like, I, I am so angry at my parents right now. <laughs> I thought you were going to give them the most played at Hot Topic Award. Uh, that too. That's, that's fair. That's fair. And Train, we probably should point out, they had a lot of, like, they, they, they may belong in the 90s. They kind of they kind of do a little bit, and but so, we didn't include them. But no, that's not where that's not where they went. One thing I love about Train is so SNL parodied them in 2013, and so they had actors. But they invade a bar and they get in a fight with Adam Levine, <laughs> and then they're joined by Jason Mraz and John Mayer. Yeah, like it's pretty great. That's funny. Yeah, Train was actually featured in the movie The Animal. Remember with Rob Schneider? I think it is oh. Jason Mraz. And where's he at? Rob he's on the list. He's on the. He's on oh, the list. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. I thought he didn't make it. And then uh, you get My Chemical Romance, who is in Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, that's a win right there. So they broke up in 2013, but they've recently caught up to together because the singer Gerard Way, he started writing Umbrella Academy, the graphic novel. Oh, yeah, yeah. And working on the show, and he does a that's ton right. of creative stuff. But they've recently started touring. We don't know if we're going to get a new album as well. But yeah, uh, uh-huh. The Black Parade is the 42nd highest ranking album on Ranker, which is the user submitted. It is one of the funnest but, songs to play on Rock on rock Band, it too. It is really fun. Or it's that Guitar Hero. One of those, but it was awesome to play. That's pretty much the only place so, that's worth it. Let's let Jacob go first. Yeah, Jake, it's going to be Train all the way. My Chemical Romance is pretentiously emo. It's annoying. It's pushy. I don't like them. It's going to be Train, even though they're kind of middle of the road for me. All right, I'm going to go next. Please do. My Chem. Which is what? My Chemical <laughs> Romance. <laughs> 
<laughs> my Chemical Romance, I'm putting on the black eyeliner as we speak. Uh, my Chemical Romance is interesting because actually, like, I look at the band's history, like, see if there's anything interesting that popped out. Apparently, one of their band members got sacked, as they say, because he was, quote, caught red-handed stealing from the band after a concert and, was, and confessed to police after the show. Well, so they killed, they not killed the guy. Whoa. Yeah. They, they no, axed right. the guy because of that. Axed I'm him. I'm telling that interesting fact because I'm not voting for my chemical romance. No. I'm voting for train. <laughs> I, good well, choice, I can, I can name more songs by train than I can by my chemical romance. Who would romance. you rather listen to? Yeah, my chemical, I think, I think they're a one hit wonder. I would rather listen no. to Welcome to Black Parade. Okay. One Nine hit. top 100 hits. I would, uh. Ken, I would rather listen to Welcome to Black Parade over, you know, over train songs, but that's the only uh. song. So sorry. I'm so sad. Right next matchup is going to be Muse. With such hits as Uprising, Madness, Knights of Sidonia, Starlight, and Supermassive Black Hole. Versus Puddle of Mud. With such hits as Blurry, She Hates Me, and Control. They had six top 100 hits. I'm just going to jump out right here and say it's Puddle of Mud. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about Puddle of Mud. Let's talk about Puddle of Mud real quick. <laughs> so they got the, their, their award is the Autotune Alternative Award. A famously Annoying Award. One thing about them is they are known for being lip syncers. Did you find this in your research? I did. They've been busted a couple times for lip syncing, and they've got mad at the audience. Like, apparently they hate yeah. their audiences. Right. And apparently, so their audience will, like, throw a beer at them, and they'll just, like, yell at them. But then he throws a microphone at them. Yeah. And physically attack members. He's really bad at life. And apparently, when they abuse their audience, they'll, like, delete their Facebook page for a while, just so it kind of dies down. This guy seems like the biggest jerk. But you know where you got to start, too? Where? Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit. What? A lot of these people did, actually. Yeah, Fred Durst. Wait, what do you mean a yeah. lot of these people no, he did? Had a, he had a kind of a, a thing where people would send him tapes and then he'd sign them. He'd get them into his, his studio and all that. Wow. So, by like, the way, Jacob, does it change your mind? Is he alive still? Does something happen I to him? I think he's still around. Was he hit by a train? I don't think so. He seems... It, was he hit by train like I was in the last... <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. But, uh, Jacob, does it change oh, yeah. your mind to know that Pedal Mud's from Kansas City, Missouri? Nope. And that their name was inspired by practicing, practicing next to the Missouri River levee, which always inundated the band's practice space but never ruined their equipment since they were always on the second floor okay well now i'm voting for them <laughs> so we are, why are we wasting time joel we're not it's muse we're gonna give it to muse all right next match since we're not going to talk about muse is three doors down <laughs> we'll talk about muse next time jacob okay uh three doors down with such hits as kryptonite when i'm gone and here without you Versus Arcade Fire. With such hits as Reflector, Keep the Car Running, We Used to Wait, Ready to Start, Everything Now. So Three Doors Down, I have about 30 million albums the, the, sold. The, the Suburbia one, what's that called? The Suburbs. The Suburbs. Yeah, you that's an that album. One. Yeah, Suburbs. Oh, that song is great. Oh, it, it, so it, great. it wasn't at the top of Wikipedia page. Uh, Arcade <laughs> Fire album sells is 6 million. So we have 30 million, 6 million. So Three Doors Down. Oh, I, I got 18 million on 18? Arcade Fire. Yeah. Okay, good. That that makes them sound 18? a little better. Wow. So Three Doors Down, their award is the love child of Matchbox 20 and Everlast. <laughs> and uh, Arcade Fire, yeah, it's hipster true. training phase two. Yeah. Phase two? Phase two. Phase one is all Radiohead albums. Okay. Okay. And then, Arca this is then you move two. on to Arcade okay. Fire. Yeah. yeah. I think it improved. Uh, by the way, Three Doors Down got their name uh, from when they were walking through a town and saw a building where letters had fallen off the sign reading Doors Down. Since the band consisted of three people at the time, they added the three to create Three Doors Down. Oh, Whereas Arcade Fire that's like, got their here's name your nickel back. from an actual story where an arcade caught fire and people died. Wow. Uh, that's dark. 
Yeah. Uh, one thing I love about Arcade Fire is they purchased a church in 2005 and they recorded two albums there. And you can hear it. Like if you listen to Neon Bible, mm-hmm. which is a sensational album, mm-hmm. you can hear it sounds very echoey. It's, it's huh. so good. That's cool. Now, Three Doors Down, I actually got introduced to well, on the mission. Yeah. Uh, while I was over in it was around that era, like yeah. late 90s, And I remember 2000s. they played it and I was like, this song is amazing. Yeah. Because it was, you know, songs that it you, feels you don't like hear a lot. Yeah. I do enjoy Three Doors Down, but then I, I love We Used to Wait. Oh, it's so good. That song is one of those songs that I can listen to on repeat and just enjoy with the piano and everything. And oh, man, I love that one. Do you feel like Arcade Fire exists, though, to please critics, like to give critics some pretension? Oh, a totally. little bit. Because they are the highest ranked average score on Metacritic. Like, wow, critics really? love all their stuff. So you love them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. They were on the Hunger Games soundtrack. Oh, okay. Thanks for taking it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hunger <laughs> Games. Katniss Everdeen loves Arcade so Fire Kent. The Village Voice gave Kryptonite the 42nd worst song of the 2000s. Oh, I that's mean. That's way mean. mean. Also, will you still call me Superman? they got a lot of heat because they played at the presidential inauguration for Trump in 2017 and received a ton of criticism. This is three doors huh. down. That, Definitely not Arcade can Fire. Can I tell you what, though? Yeah. What drives me nuts is that when we were doing the research on the 80s and 90s bands, yeah, it was always just about the music, right? Almost so every single one of these, oh yeah, almost every single one of these bands, they have a political section where it's like, what's their political views? I'm like, I don't care. I listen to the music. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, Jake, would you give it to Three Doors Down? Oh yes, I would. Okay, Arcade Fire. Uh oh, Joel, 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 Joel. I tell Joel, you, what, I, no. f- I fell in love with Kryptonite when we I was a kid. We used to wait. I love. We used to wait. That's the only one I know, kid. Are you kidding me? Don't do this. Oh, okay. This music. I'm going to tell you this, and it, you're wrong to do this. Oh, Funeral can't. is number six by Rolling Stone of the decade, number two by Pitchfork, number two by Stereogum, number two in Consequence of Sound. We have Neon Bible, <laughs> which I mean, both these albums. You're just saying words now. <laughs> no, you're going You're going by your 34%. You're all not I, going. All I, no, all I say 30 is, million albums versus 18 million, Ken. Three Doors Down outsells them. They are critically reviled against a critically loved we have 52 average Metacritic score for Three Doors Down, 82 average score for Joel. I'm having a hard time right now because I know that Three Doors Down is the junk food here. It's the junk food. But I also think that Arcade Fire is steak. way too pretentious. Like there are like Radiohead with less talent. It's a husband and wife <laughs> wow. and family and friends in the band, often 11 members. And they are the number four band to see by Rolling Stone. Number four. That's like Rolling Stones. But we're doing alternative rock, right? Well, it's alt rock, but we have Avril Lavigne in this bracket as She's well. I mean, Katie what, Tunstall. Avril yeah. Lavigne's more rock than Arcade Fire. Are you kidding Three me? Three Doors Down is more rock than Arcade Don't Fire. Don't let your ignorance of some of their albums uh, dictate what you're voting here. Joel? I'm not sure yelling at him like that. I have to. It's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, so you voted Three Doors Down officially. Uh, yeah, for sure. And for you're sure. voting Arcade Fire. I guess, I, please. I, I, I voted just logically on this. I, I didn't know Kent Lo- had a baby. Logically? Yeah, three, objectively. Yeah, three, 30 Three Doors Down. Do you think 2000s or do you think 99? I preferred them in 99, but then they had the other big hits in 2000s. So, they, they did, I mean, they belong in this era. Over Arcade Fire. I mean, I never owned their album, but Arcade those are Fire. always good songs. Does not feel 2000s to me. What do they feel like? They feel kind of universal. That's what the, that's legacy. They, they do kind of. I mean, it's three doors down. Three down you say three doors down. I know. I know what's like the postal service college radio heart dictate this, Joel. Three doors down. I vote officially. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, kid. I really am sorry. Joel is mainstream. I'm a hipster. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. You should be. <laughs> All right, next match is, can I just say management? Yes, please do. With such hits as Kids, Time to Pretend, and Electric Feel. 
Those are fun songs. Versus Interpol. With Obstacle 1 and Slow Hands. And Evil. And Evil. Yeah, Barricade, evil. Everything is Wrong. Uh, so M- uh, MGMT, or Management, uh, about 7 million albums. And Interpol, about 2 million albums. Mm. My heart isn't in anything anymore, uh, but MGMT. Oh, I'm sorry. MGMT or management, they get the Pointless Lyrics Award. <laughs> That's true. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> this is their song. Control yourself. Take only what, what you, you need from, from it. it. A family, family of trees wanting to be, to be haunted. haunted. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I love it. it. nothing That's to amazing. do with kids. Whereas Interpol gets the White Noise Award. Because yeah. truthfully, they're a, they're a great background band. And that's kind of what they are for me. I do like a lot of their well, albums. They get a little whiny in the background too. Sometimes, like, what's that noise? If you're not like whiny? actually listening to it, okay. It's like uh, kind of like a you know like static gets too loud and suddenly interrupts what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, but they are, and this doesn't mean anything to you guys, but critics do love "Turn On the Bright Lights." They say it's one of the best albums of the 2000s. It uh, is. It's good. Yeah, like Stereo Gum gave it number ten, Consequence Sound number thirty-five, Enemy gave it uh, number eight. So, I, I had to look up Interpol yeah. to really remember who they were. I right, they're look, very hipster. I didn't have to look up MGMT, so I'm voting for MGMT management. Yeah, I'm sure. Kent? It doesn't even matter. What does my vote matter? <laughs> Don't do this! <laughs> Kent, Kent, listen. I will listen to an Arcade Fire album on the way home. Oh, does yeah. It's, it's too late. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, my heart's not totally in this. I do like Interpol more. Like, I skip kids. I hate that I song. I love kids. How many times have you heard it in your life? Yeah, but you many, many times. I love it every time. Yeah. So Interpol, just because it's my hipster heart, and I did like them back in the day. All I don't right. really listen, listen to them anymore, though. Yeah, I don't feel strongly about either one. So I think I'll go more objective on this one and I'll pull there's three no doors down. such thing as objective, Jake. I don't have a personal preference. So <laughs> when there's 34%, when there, there's no 34 to 75% personal preference. Is it, is it 34? Is that the one it's that pushes? It's 33% performance, 33% impact, 34% Yeah, see, the 34 on this one doesn't, doesn't push anything. So management. Family of Trees is waiting to be haunted because of you guys. Love it. All right, next match is Gorillas with such hits as Clint Eastwood, Feel Good Incorporated, and Dare versus Arctic Monkeys with hits like Do I Want to Know, I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor, and When the Sun Goes Down. I actually watched the Gorillas Feel Good Inc. Uh, video today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I'd never seen it before. Really? really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was on heavy rotation. Well, I knew, yeah. I knew, I knew it was really that you know, famous. Eastwood. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I better go see this. And uh, I was like, oh, this is weird. Well, the interesting thing, oh, I love that we're doing gorillas and monkeys, by the way. Uh, the interesting thing about gorillas is that they're <laughs> a did virtual. You did that was on that purpose? purpose? Yes. Oh, oh my of course gosh. it was. <laughs> uh, but gorillas is a virtual band, meaning yes. they had a an animator create these characters, and then one guy. From is, Blur. Yeah, the guy from Blur, Damon... Yeah. Uh, Damon Albarn. Albarn. Yeah. Oh, he, really? Yeah, he's the one who's actually doing like most of the work on it, and then mm-hmm. he collaborates with a bunch of other people. And that's but they've so cool. created four yeah. animated members. Stuart, t- uh, 2D Pot, Murdoch, Nichols, Noodle, and Russell Hobbs. And they just created these animated characters, and that's the band. Now, didn't these guys win like a Grammy, and then... They have. The, they they won a Grammy sent award. the cartoon to come pick it up or something? Well, they, they have like these virtual uh, concerts where they'll have like 3D animation or mm-hmm. like projection. Sometimes they'll actually just show up live and just sing the songs, no big deal. But it's just kind of cool that they're a virtual band. I kind of like that. So they get the Toe Tapping Award, the gorillas do, whereas Arctic yeah. Monkeys get the only hope for modern rock. Because what they've become, they started as punk back in the early, early 2000s. They kind of just broke big, like immediately. Well, they were one of the first bands that got public attention through the internet. Like MySpace was kind of big back then. And so they got a lot of word of mouth spreading because of that. Yeah, like their debut album became the fastest selling debut album in British music history. Still is. And Rolling Stone calls it the 30th greatest debut album. This is tough. 
because it, gorillas is, is really fun. But Arctic Monkeys, once again, I'm going to lose. But it's it's that great. Whatever people say I am, but I'm not, is loved by critics. Whereas, you know, the self-titled Gorillaz album is really, really good. And they have do have staying power. But Arctic Monkeys continues to get better with every album. And they're a real band. <laughs> <laughs> they're not cartoons. We're virtual bands. Uh, for me, I Arctic Monkeys, never been a huge fan. I think they're okay. Yeah. But never like... I, have I you listened cr- to AM? I should Maybe. have you listen to that album. It I may have listened incredible. to it and then I forgot it. But then Gorillas, I remember Feel Good very well. Yeah. Uh, Clint Eastwood, my little brother always said Clint Eastwood sounded like a creepy clown singing it. I'm happy. Yeah. Feeling glad I got sunshine. And so, I don't know. It was like in the well. Troll soundtrack, and by then, the way. I know. And I hated that. But then today, just today, I had uh, one of our coworkers sent me a Gorilla song I'd never heard before. And I loved it. It was Mel- The Melancholy Hill. I oh, really enjoyed that people, one tell you to listen to music you listen that's interesting i do and you didn't ask me to listen to anything ken except for kent did create a bacon cell sampler platter available now of all these bands you get two songs from each one of these bands go to spotify uh we'll put a link in the in our our social post as well but you can listen to all these bands so you can get you can get a sampler platter as well this one would be about the same because the the album cells are almost negligible on both they're about the same i got over 20 million albums records worldwide for gorillas and about 6 million albums worldwide for 20 million singles sold for arctic monkeys singles yes they are the internet band so that makes sense yeah well that's the thing the weird stuff about the album uh I guess the The record labels now is no one's buying albums. You look at like the early 2000s, it's like, I sold 18 million albums. You look now, it's like, I sold 400,000 because no one buys albums anymore. Yeah, in regard to songs sold. And so you can't just say, are they relevant? Because back in the day, some of these uh, were (laughs) sold. I'm still voting for gorillas. Of course you are. But you need to understand the music industry. Jake, vote for gorillas. (laughs) Kent, I hate to disappoint you. (laughs) No, you don't. Again. Not on this show. So I won't. No, don't do this just because you want to vote. In no world, in no world would I ever choose gorillas. Why not? Actually, why not? Arctic monkeys. Why not? Because one of them's good. And one of them's annoying. Gorillas are still good. No, the gorillas are annoying. Okay. They're repetitive. You sold it too far to Jacob, who just, that he wants to just please you now. He's pulling a, no way. He normally does for you. He does for you, but it's for you. So this is a 34%. There's Arctic Monkey songs I will choose to listen to. Yeah. Still, they're still good. Gorillas, I got tired of them even when they were in their heyday. Okay, Arctic Monkey's cool. Yeah, in his heyday. He never saw the music video. He's obviously lying. (laughs) I had a radio. (laughs) All right, next match is The Fray. With such hits as Over My Head, How to Save a Life, and You Found Me. Versus 30 Seconds to Mars. With hits like The Kill and From Yesterday, they had five top 100 hits. An attack, don't forget an attack. attack. Yes, of course. So the funny thing about... This is an interesting matchup. The funny thing about 30 Seconds to Mars is that it's Jared Leto. Yeah. Which I always like, was he a musician first? Was he an actor first? And it seems like it happened like right at the same time. he does whatever he wants. He does everything good except for being a joker. It's it's (laughs) That he does badly. It's it's he and his brother in this band. Yeah. And when they were promoting the band, he was like, do not use my celebrity to promote the band in any poster or anything. The record label, of course, is like, you're Jared Leto. You're on my so-called life and Mm -hmm. other things. I do like how he went with my so-called life. Yeah, I like yeah, that one. Yeah. Celebrity. Exactly. But uh, he does, He didn't want to be famous. He didn't want the band to be loved based on the movies he's been in, which I thought was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. It's unavoidable. No, I, I appreciate that as well. Uh, so album sells for the fray is 4 million versus uh-huh. 30 Seconds Mars has 15 million. Yeah, I had 8 million for uh, okay, tough. but we'll go with that. Are you guys going to um, leave this to me again? That'll be scary. Probably. Why don't you go first on this one, Jacob? Ooh. Oh, I can just vote with my heart really fast. That'll yeah. be great. 30 Seconds to Mars. Really? Because I'm shocked. Because the kill. 
I love that song. I don't I don't even listen to it much anymore, but it like still has a place in my heart. And the fray is it might as well be elevator music. Like no, it's all their songs sound the same. If they're if all you sing, good, if you sing Grey's Anatomy, fine. You've heard the fray. <laughs> if you watch Scrubs, you hear the fray. Yeah, exactly. Oh gosh. The emotional parts. Uh, by the way, the fray they got their name uh, after asking band members to put names on a piece of paper which they picked randomly out of a hat, and they said it's basically because they always got into a fray about writing music. Yeah. Whereas Thirty Seconds to Mars, much more philosophical. They were taking it was uh, taken from a man, rare manuscript titled Argus. Apocryphex. Oh, Jared Leto, you're so pretentious. And so he, he said, so it's a metaphor that for the future. That almost turns it down Listen for me, up. honestly, because Jared said, Leto's annoying. But he yeah. said, 30 seconds to Mars, the fact that we're so close to something that's not a tangible idea. Also, Mars being the god of war really makes it interesting as well. You could substitute that in there, but what's, what, what's oh, important man. for my brother and I is that we be imaginative and really represent the sound of our music in a unique way as possible. That makes me want to vote for the fray. I don't even like him. Well, I'm going to vote for the fray because... I, I like Attack a lot. That's actually my favorite 30 Seconds to Mars song. Right. And not just because the screaming, because it's one of those we just get mad. At. When you're mad, you listen to that one and you feel good. But really, that's that's kind of not my sound as much. Like, in moderation, sure. The Fray, like you said, Jacob, and I'm going to agree with you here, yeah. it's pleasant elevator music that you can just yeah. listen to and enjoy and relax to. That's an oxymoron. Pleasant Elevator music? Elevator music by nature is supposed to be pleasant. Muzak is yeah. pleasant? That's why they put it in there, because it's oh, pleasant. It's just pleasant awful. is the word to describe it. It's yep. like dentist office. That's pleasant? No, that's not pleasant. Yeah, uh, 30 seconds to Mars all the way. It makes me actually want a belt in the car. Yeah. And I don't even yeah. know most of their songs, but I'm like, it makes me want to strangle awesome. myself with a belt oh, in the car. Yeah, they have some great songs. What? <laughs> Next match is Vampire Weekend. With such hits as Mansard Roof, A-Punk, Oxford Comma, and Cape Cod Quasa Quasa. Oh yeah, everyone knows those. Versus The Strokes. Uh, with hits such as Last Night, Juice Box, and Someday. So I have Vampire Weekend with 4 million album sales and The Strokes with about 7 million. Yeah. I have Strokes at Sounds 13 right. million. 13, okay. So, but yeah, and uh, so sales, Strokes is obviously doing better here. Yeah, so Vampire Weekend, their award is the Ant-Man of the 2000s hipster scene. Right. Because they're forgettable. Oh. And the Strokes, they're the best the. Oh, the, the best, best the. It's the Strokes? So <laughs> yeah. you're voting for the Strokes. Well, oh man, yes I am. Vampire Weekend, that album, critics freaking love it. The self-titled Vampire Weekend like album. don't like it? I liked it back in the day, mm-hmm. but I actually don't like... Is that we're doing? No? No, we're not doing that. But the Strokes album is this it is loved by critics where vampire weekend is liked they are number two on rolling stone number seven pitchfork number four stereo gum number one consequence of sound number one nme it is number 199 on rolling stones 500 best albums of all time julian casablanca number 199 julian casablanca's lead singer of the strokes his solo stuff is probably better than the strokes albums Hmm. but just the legacy here is so 2000s whereas vampire weekend passing fancy but they were Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, which you love. Stop that. They were in I Love You, Man, which I love. I do love that movie. And they were in Twilight, uh, the Twilight Phil- the Eclipse, Twilight Saga Eclipse, which you love. Well, actually, the Twilight soundtracks are pretty solid. Mm. Putting that out there. Yeah, they're solid. Thank you, Kent, for that. Thank you. I've read the books, Joel. Thank you want you. me to make more Keep admissions going. here? I love this so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the strokes in this one as well. Yeah. It's a sweep. <laughs> Joel, I love that this is the matchup. You're welcome. Jack Johnson. With such hits as Flake, Sitting, Waiting, Wishing, and Banana Pancakes. 
And listener, you should already know who it's against. John Mayer. No such thing. Daughters, Your Body is a Wonderland, Paper Doll. There's actually 20, over 20 top 100 hits. Now this, Where is Jack Johnson at? Now, seven J- now Jacob, hits. John Mayer has sold over 20 million albums worldwide. Yeah. How many has Jack Johnson sold? 46 million. Isn't that crazy? Are you joking? I'm not joking. Over double. He's he's like at the same level as, who was that we were talking about earlier with the 50 million? Was it Avril Lavigne or Nickelback? I think it was Nickelback. Yeah. He's up there with Nickelback and album sales. Jack, Jack Johnson. Johnson? Well, who is he selling these to? <laughs> Hawaiians? Off-worlders? Actually, like, that he, doesn't make he's sense. He's from North Shore, Hawaii. You actually get them for free. You actually just look for shells on the beach <laughs> when you're making your puka shell ne- necklace. <laughs> Make a banana you find pancakes. Jack Johnson albums. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so Jack Johnson was a professional surfer, uh, yeah. but, but his career ended at 17 when he suffered a surfing accident that put more than 150 stitches in his forehead and removed a few of its teeth, which explains his song. I thought it was kind of cool. He actually yes, it does. He actually studied film and he struck a few surf films even before he got famous as a singer. True. He's a family man, an activist, and a singer. Whereas here's John Mayer, which we've talked about how much we hate yeah. this guy's music. Your Body's Wonderland? Ooh. I like oh, some gosh. of his music. But his award is Time Has Been Kind. Mm-hmm. His disc- discography now, since then, I would say he's grown up. And as a blues musician, he is inc- he's, he's probably the most talented guy in our bracket. What? And, and John Mayer. John Mayer has been married, uh, has never been married, but has been romantically linked to Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jessica Simpson, Minka Kelly, Jennifer Aniston, and Katy Perry. Wow. But more wow. importantly, he's collaborated. Aniston? She's yep. got like 25 years on him. He's collaborated with B.B. King, Buddy Guy, Eric Clapton, and the surviving Grateful Dead. Like the legacy of this guy, he's so respected in the music community. John Mayer. John Mayer he's is. He's not always respected, though. I'm not going to get into it, but he had a very controversial uh, interview yes. where he said some kind of racist and horribly disgusting things, and he got <laughs> he does kind of kind of horribly disgusting, things. kind of horribly disgusting. One, one thing I kind of love though Thank is so. he became he got, fascinated with guitars after watching Marty McFly play guitar in yeah. Back to the Future. But he got raked across the coals for that interview and kind of had a little grow up moment where he had to be sure. like, okay, I've got to, I've got to change. Early apologies in the, early, in the 2000s or early Jack 2010s. Johnson though, he reminds me of college because everyone was listening to him. But does he remind you of everyone, everyone you hated in college? Everyone was him. Everyone you hated in college. No. In fact, one of my good friends, he was a big fan of Jack Johnson. He kind of introduced me to him. And so I got to go with Jack Johnson. And I, and I think he's the nicer, better guy too. So I'm voting Jack Johnson. I'm going with talent here. Bigger, more sales. You're going with more sales. I'm going with talent. Because you talent love John also, Mayer. Talent doesn't mean more sales. Does Transformers, is that is that better? Talents in regard to money. <laughs> oh, your, here we go. <laughs> We're going to go parables? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's John Mayer for me because actually I want to get more into his albums having listened to him more this week. Wow. Like, it's solid stuff. It's not Jack Johnson. It's better because Jack Johnson belongs in 2002. John Mayer is legacy. <laughs> oh, he belongs in the 2000s? 2002 Wow, that's, uh, that's a coincidence. That's the bracket we're doing, Kent. I'm going legacy and music that's actually good now. Never thought I'd hear so much arguing between Jack Johnson and John, <laughs> John Mayer. Mayer. And also, I feel like I'm having another worldly experience where Kent is defending John Mayer. I don't know surreal. who I am. It's I'm like, surreal. I'm like, I literally keep thinking about this. I don't even know how to process it. I know. Your body is a wonderland, Kent. This is the guy. <laughs> you said it. You <laughs> no, said it. It's going to get quoted on Twitter. <laughs> oh, crap. Thank you. I've been working out. I've been uh, twice this week to the gym. Oh, uh, uh, again, uh, man, I hate to agree with you again. This is like three in a row, but it's it's John Mayer. No. Yes. He's Why am I so passionate about John Mayer? Yeah, I don't you guys, know. You guys enjoy your vote. I hope you that sits well with you. Listener. It sits Be very good well to with your me. bracket. Father's bigger. All right, next matchup. 
Silver Sun pickups. With such hits as Panic Switch and Lazy Eye. Versus The Killers. They had a few hits, I think. <laughs> I think maybe. <laughs> yeah. Do so, you really want me to talk about name Mr. Brightside? Bright somebody Side, told me human, all the things I've done. Smile when, like you when mean you it. were young. They had Read 11 mind. top 100 hits. Bones. Silver Sun pickups, I have 3 million albums sold. And the killers have 28 million. That's Am I low right. on that end? No, 20 million is about right. I'm surprised it's only but it's so much it sounds low. Yeah, so that's about right. It's probably like in um, like single downloads and stuff that's messing yeah, that up. That's true. Because uh, Mr. Brightside is still one of the best sellers, like downloads oh, yeah. online. Yeah. Silver Sun Pickups is one of those bands you put on there. I'm like, who is this? And then I turn on Lazy Eye and I'm like, oh, I know that song. Oh, I'm not that way at all. I love Silver Sun Pickups. Yeah. I, I love them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like probably in my top like 15 rotation. But if we were to pick soundtrack of. My college years, yeah, killers would definitely be it. Which one? All of them. Like which album? Like uh, mostly Sam's Hot Town. Fuss. Sam's Town. Hot Fuss for me was perfection. It is. And I would listen to these songs. I repeat. I'd sing along. I'd be in the car going, "Yeah, I got soul, but I'm, I'm not, not a soldier." soldier. I, I I think Brandon Flowers is a very talented guy. That feels too on the nose for you. Other people like that, you know. People like that song. Are you sure you're with us? Yes. Okay. Well, and actually, I have a personal connection to the Killers as well. Uh, Ted Seb, uh, Ted Sable, Sable. I worked with him, uh, and he is the rhythm lead and rhythm and lead guitar, keyboards and backing vocals for the Killers. I call him. Let's get him on Bacon Cell. He's been touring with them like for a long time. In fact, it's funny. I was looking at his years when he was active in the band, and it's like between 2007 and 2011, he wasn't with them because he was working with me. Yeah. And then the Killers came to concert, and they were like, "Hey, you want to come to the concert?" And you know, you know all that. And I was like, oh, "I'm busy. I can't remember what I had going on." For some reason, I thought it was more important. Dang it! They were backstage p- playing ping pong with the Killers before the show. Oh man! And I missed out on it. Yeah, I saw them last year in concert. Kicking myself then for not voting for Killers. So I'm voting for him now. The Killers. Jake, what would you say? It, I, I look. I had to give my love to Silver Sun Pickups because Panic Switch, Lazy Eye. I uh, saw them open for Muse uh, a couple years ago. They were great. They're cool. Like I really yeah. like the. I I mean I really like these guys. But the Killers. Which one? Silver Sun Pickups. That's my band's name in college. Wait, you're in the Silver Sun <laughs> Pickups? <laughs> oh, that's confusing. That's very confusing. But the Killers. I mean, Hot Fuzz, Sam's Town. These albums are just they're so amazing these are yeah. very impressive rock albums yeah and silver sun pickups they got the diet smashing pumpkins award <laughs> so killers that's kind of fair actually. all the way <laughs> so we mercy we have made it to the second half <laughs> oh, the, these shows. Of the first half of the show should this be four shows let's just get through them quick yeah that's gonna happen it's gonna be at least two fights in this next one i hope so yeah, we keep the fights fast. First match of the next... My goodness, there's a lot of these. Okay, Coldplay. Uh, with hits such as Yellow, Clocks, uh, The Scientist, and Viva La Vida. 21 top 100 hits for them. Ooh. Versus Jason Mraz. With I'm Yours, The Remedy, and I Won't Give Up. They have eight Lucky. top 100 hits. Uh, so Jason Mraz is an interesting story because he had The Remedy, which was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. What was The Remedy to? So yeah, I don't no. worry. <laughs> but, <laughs> so he had that. Don't get so and then he kind of walked away from me. He's like, that's not who I want to be. That's not my sound. Yeah. And then he came back later and did I'm Yours and Lucky, which was much he more. He put on the magic fedora. He's yeah. Like, the magic this is the hit maker right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, Ken, I think you'd appreciate this. First of all, his, his uh, Jason Mraz's surname is Czech for Frost. And then he owns a five and a half acre avocado farm in California. But who does he sell the avocados to? I don't know. Coldplay. Chipotle. Oh, that's right. I didn't know that. Poison. 
Avocados by Jason Mraz. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, though, guys, I don't know if you'll actually understand this, but Jason Mraz, he got to start playing in coffee houses. I am shocked. Shocking. That is shocking. Jason Mraz, who gets the widest guy on the list award. Kent, did you know that he was actually a member of the cheerleading squad, school chorus, and drama club? He starred as Joseph in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> go, 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 Joe. Why are we giving Jason so much time? Because he's not going forward. No, we're giving it to Cole. Do you guys play. like him? Do you guys like Jason Mraz? I do, actually. I, I do. Well, I do. I like his songs. Like, I should clarify. I won't give up. I mean, that, that, it's just pretty, but I mean, I'd that's rather what these are. peel back my fingernail <laughs> oh, and listen wow. to an entire album by Jason Mraz. <laughs> wow. No. I'll do it right now. Pure hard facts. 100 million records sold worldwide uh, by Sweet Coldplay. Mercy. That is one of the we'll largest numbers we've had on there. But and then Jason Mraz seven million. So this isn't just opinion. This is also factually based. Coldplay's advancing. Fingernail coming off right now. Oh. You can do toenails too. You over Coldplay like. too? Yeah, I would have to be Coldplay. I do like Jason Mraz, but not as much as Kent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next match is Metric. Such as Help I'm Alive, Black Sheep, and Gold Guns Girls. Yeah, this is really eclectic music. It's interesting. It's cool. Yeah. Versus Death Cab for Cutie. With Soulmate's Body and I Will Possess Your Heart. And I Will Fall You Into the Dark. And You Are a Tourist. Oh, I love that one too. <laughs> you love that one with Whispers. I, I actually like both I of these bands. <laughs> so it's funny because uh, uh, Black Sheep, obviously Scott Pilgrim versus The World, is in right. that uh, with Brie Larson singing it. Yes. And then uh, Help I'm Alive is on so my... Good. Halloween rotation list. It's so, like kind of Halloweeny. I have about five million albums for Metric and seven million for Death Cab. Is so, that all? Pretty close. Uh, yeah, four million for Death Cab for Cutie. Three point five for Metric as well. So I Metric, I have them as the better Paramore, <laughs> and then Death Cab, I have them as Hipster Sprite. They're not anything like Paramore. They're the better Paramore. Paramore is all about vocals. Metric is like it's synthesized. Muted. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very different sounds to me. The, and Metric is definitely one of those synthesized bands. Like for a while there, they couldn't perform their shows live because they didn't have the technology to do it uh, live on right. stage. Wow, man, this is this is an I'll easy start. Thing. I'll start. Do it. Yeah, it's Death Cab. I remember you talking about Death Cab before, and you were praising them. Well, yeah, they're really good. Well, their name was actually so it was taken from a song by the band Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. The Death Cab for Cutie, yeah. Yeah, Death Cab for yeah. Cutie. And Ben Gibbard, he actually regrets using that. He wished he used a more like streamlined name. Yeah, it was like it was like this silly kind of goofy band, and they sing a song called Death Cab for Cutie. And it's I watched the video. Yeah. It's a fine song, but I'm like, why did they pick that? Yeah, I do weird. love that Death Cab hit it really big because three of their songs were used on the OC, which is a fantastic show. <laughs> Whereas once again, Metric is on Twilight Eclipse. Well, Twilight has great soundtracks. I'm saying it again. <laughs> Muse is on every single soundtrack. Also, remember how we talked about how these bands have the lamest origins? Mm -hmm. Metric, which is this awesome sounding band, yeah. they met at a school for the arts and one of the founders went to Juilliard. And you're like, you guys are so rebellious. <laughs> from Juilliard. I'm from Juilliard. I do want everyone listening to listen to Old World Underground, Where Are You Now? Which is Metric's first album. Hmm. It is sensational. Just didn't chart. It was definitely college radio. Are you voting for Metric? I don't think I've heard that. No. I'm going for Metric on this one. Because Metric is still great. Death Cab, those are great songs. Oh, they are still great. I Will Possess Your Heart. But they fail. Fantastic ballad. They, and they do fit in the 2000s really well. Whereas Metric is kind of time spanning for me. That, but it's that, Metric that, still gets my That's a reasonable vote. argument, yeah. actually, yeah. I got to go for Death Cab for Cutie. Of, of course. I'm yeah. sorry. No, that's fine. I just really like Metric. I'm glad they made the list. All right, next match is The Shins. Such hits as New Slang, Phantom Limb, and Simple Song. Can't wait to hear how they got their name. Versus hmm. Simple Plan. With Perfect and Addicted, and they had six top 100 hits. I'm just a kid. I'd do anything. How could this happen to me? 
<laughs> I, I almost it sounds like you're just telling I us almost, a story now. I almost started whining. How <laughs> could this happen to me? <laughs> like it is, Civil Plan is like one of those epitome of whiny they are, uh, yeah. college rock. It's so like that, that punk pop thing. It's yeah. like, this is them to a T. It's like, oh man, how did this make it big? So sales, uh, shins around 1.5 million. Simple Plan uh, around 15 million. So the shins, their award is Harmless College Radio Songs. Whereas Simple Plan is the human equivalent of a mosquito flying in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> and biting you and biting you but still just kind of hanging out and you're you like, Wait, are you 40 and you're singing i'm just a kid well okay oh, yeah. and the shins they've had a lot of turnover in their band too well like, the whole band except for the lead singer yeah like it's like they, they keep them out keep, I, I was most most of the wikipedia article was about everyone leaving the band yeah and they got their boom into the mainstream because they were featured in garden state yes the soundtrack for that with new slang where natalie portman said quote this song will change your life yeah i listened to new slang it's a good song. Didn't change my life. I'm voting for Simple Plan. Because, Kent, I don't know if you remember. Okay. When you were, we were building this bracket, we had a couple open slots, and you put the bands out there. Which one should we do? And oh, I yeah. said, put Simple Plan in. Put Simple Plan in. Put Simple Plan in. Because I legitimately enjoy their songs. As whiny and as, still? as immature as they are, this, I still enjoy they're them. They're bottom rung for mall punk for me. I'd do anything. And if you have you heard Broken Bells, which is the lead singer of The Shins working with Danger Mouse? Uh, who did Narls Barkley? Broken Bells is quite good as well. Granted, Shins had less hits, but for me, they are definitely 2000s, not like the 90s crossover that Simple Plan was, and they're a lower good Charlotte. So Shins for me. Jake, break the tie. Well, this is frustrating because I don't have strong feelings for either and well, actually, let me say this. I don't have strong positive feelings for either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and because I have somewhat negative feelings towards Simple Plans. Don't Sorry, do it. Joel. Don't do it. I can't keep them because you have to I keep enjoy them. the shins in a passive way, but I dislike Simple Plan. Like I I'm like, I, Jake, I wish they didn't exist. They've performed at Vans Warp Tour every year from 1999 to 2005 and then 2011, 2013, 2015, 2018. They're still. I, I want picture them off this. the radio. Picture a forty-five-year-old man. Bracket. Picture a forty-five-year-old Canadian man going, "I'm just a kid, and hey. life is a nightmare." Hey, Jake, that is pretty funny to imagine. Your voting was perfect. <laughs> you guys can't even <laughs> sing any of those shin songs. I could right now. I couldn't. All right, next match is Queens of the Stone Age, uh, such as "As No One Knows," "Little Sister," and "The Way You Used to Do," versus. Uh, against Jimmy Eat World. They charted with the middle, sweetness, and pain. And Lucky Dipper Mint and Call It Near and Bleed American and Last Christmas and Sweetness and a Praise Chorus and Hear You Me and If You I, Don't, Don't and Get It Faster and the Authority song. They, they charted with those songs. That but I love the Jimmy Eat World so much. I know. And I don't Kill. care. Hold on, are you I don't okay? care. Joel, slow down. I don't care about Queens Joel? of the Stone Age. I love Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> Joel, slow <Love> them. <laughs> okay, so I feel like we should talk. Marry about me, Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta take some time. <laughs> oh I'm scared gosh. right now, <laughs> Jake. I feel like we can't Kid, vote for Queens. I think the Stone I think I need to vote for Jimmy Eat World. I don't know why. It's just this feeling I have somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I, so the award I gave I'm to Queens afraid. of the Stone Age is I'm not Kids, sure why. Joel has a knife. I know. I'm not sure why I didn't listen to them more because they are loved and having listened to more of their uh, their songs here. Like during this week, he's holding Jimmy a, Eat World or Joey Kill Bacon Sale. <laughs> <laughs> so their their albums, wow. G, uh, sorry, Queens of the Stone Age, are loved, and I do love that he he's worked with Dave Grohl and John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. That said, I know Jimmy Eat World more, and they are definitely early early two thousands. That's probably where they stay. 
and because Joel's going to stab me. <laughs> but they well, also, and this is this is good for Joel. The award they got is they're on the Provo Dude playlist. It's the <laughs> I opening, totally was a Provo it's the, so true. It's the opening track for the Provo Dude playlist. Yeah. I actually was kind of offended by Queens of the Stone Age when they say they're commonly abbreviated as QOTSA. And I'm like, that's a terrible abbreviation. How do you even say that? You're Kotsa? offended by that? Kotsa? That's what you're offended by? Yeah, or you just that. really love well, Jimmy Well, I was, I was offended by a couple of things they said about that. But Queens of the Stone Age actually sold twice the number of albums, though. Yeah, they did. It's true. What? This no. Twice. You're lying. Yeah. It's 11, I don't around, around 11 million down for Queens of Stone Age, around 4 million for. That's uh, not World. possible. Isn't that Probably crazy? Like, I literally don't believe you. It's weird. There is no way. Queens of the Stone Age? Yeah. Who freaking cares? No way. Their music is not nearly as good. It's quite good, actually. It it's just we didn't listen to it. Yeah. That's probably true. I just, well, I listened Josh to Holm, he's a very talented I, guy. I should clarify, I gave these bands a shot. Like, you, each right. one of them I went in and listened to a, the, right. like, their biggest hits to see kind of how they. You just resonated. can't go against Jimmy World, though. Never. No. Well, that's crazy. We'll see down the road, but never right now. Never right now. Jimmy World. It just takes some time. All right, next match Audio Slave. With such hits as Cochise, Like a Stone, and Original Fire. Show me how to live. Versus Five for Fighting. With Superman, It's Not Easy, 100 Years, and The Riddle. Do you know what blew my mind? Hmm. Like, literally, this is just a fact I learned while researching the show. Is it about Five for Fighting? Yes. Is it that Five for Fighting is just one guy? It's his stage name. His what? name is Vladimir John Ondrasik III. Yes. And apparently producers what thought... What a weirdo. Producers thought, <laughs> yeah. hey, that might be a little proud for people to say. Why don't you go by a different name? He's like, I choose Five for Fighting. And that voice is correct because he was born in 1965. He was like 70 years old in the <laughs> 2000s. <laughs> He, so wow. he, was, he was a big hair metal guy. This is weird. And he he's tried to glam metal. He tried to make it big in the 80s. I had no idea. But then grunge came around and he, you know, he's like, well, that's not really going to work for me. And so it took him like another 10 years after that. This makes me like him more. That's one dude? Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting story. What about this fact? On Drassic, as Fiverr Fighting is known in his, real, in his birth name, he expressed a distaste for Saturday Night Live and has called the long-running comedy series, quote, a swath of comedic cowards in the house of a cool kid wannabe culture warriors. Wow. wow. That feels really apt, actually. <laughs> the award that he gets is, I've never seen him and Jane Blunt in the same room. <laughs> Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. Uh, but then you get Audio Slave. Now, Audio Slave was kind of this power band of, well, it was Rage Against the Machine without Chris Cornell. Zach De La Rocha. Yeah. And then they got Chris Cornell to kind of step in as the lead man and change their sound. Oh, by the way, albums for Audio Slave, 15 million. Five for Fighting, 5 million. Roundabout. Okay. About that, yeah. So, and I actually really enjoy Audio Slave sound and like Cochise. I love singing along to Cochise. Yeah. And like it's a interesting, stone, that one. so good. Coaches, really? I know. I know. I, when you said, that, that, put this on the playlist, I'm like, but there's better songs. But I don't know why Coaches resonated. Coaches is a little noisy. I once, I once sang along with Coaches so enthusiastically that the part when they have the big scream in the middle, yeah. I kind of was made blood rush to my head. I'm almost passed out. Yeah. There's wow. magic with Chris Cornell's like beautiful voice and Tom Morello's guitar. Yeah. It so just works. True. And so is Vladimir John Ondrasik III is going to go bye-bye. Yeah, He's getting he fired. Is. Yeah, I'm voting for okay. Slave. I'm so oh, sorry. I, I thought we all assumed it was a sweep. No, yeah, I, his I, face, I, though. I, I, I feel bad because Fiverr Fighting is one of my wife's favorite bands, and I'm sorry, honey. But I'm voting for Audio Slave. Yeah, Audio Slave's a powerhouse there. All right, next match is Chevelle. With such hits as The Red, Send the Pain Below, and Vitamin R. Uh, versus Paramore. With Misery Business, Ain't It Fun, That's What You Get, Still Into You. They have 11 top 100 hits. Yeah. So album sells You didn't Chevelle. hit the, like, the Slow Dance one. What, what is that one? Crush, Car Crush, Crush. Nah. That's oh, well. what you get. 
Uh, so Chevelle has five million what albums sold, and Paramore has seven million. I had thirteen million on them for Paramore. For Paramore, oh, yeah. not too shabby. Yeah, Chevelle. The award they get is the Bro Rock Award because <laughs> it's all about Bro Rock, and Paramore gets. I involuntarily like this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is this is true. Hot Topic hosted listening parties of the Twilight film soundtrack that Paramore was featured on. See, Literally. great soundtracks. <laughs> yeah, Chevelle. I'm not really familiar with. Like, I listen to it and I'm like, I get it, but uh. It was cool a couple of times in but the 2000s. But then Paramore, I know. Like, they have a very distinct sound and a feel. Uh, although Haley Williams is the only constant member of the band. It's like the shins. The only thing I found interesting about Chevelle was the fact that during a show in Fort Worth, Texas, their trailer was stolen with all their equipment in it. And so they had to post a note saying, hey, it'll say Chevelle on it. If you could bring it back, that'd oh. be great. Also, wow, that's so sad. Chevelle, the band was three brothers and then one of them left. So they replaced him with a brother-in-law. So they're keeping it in Whoa. the family. That's funny. Yeah. So for that reason, it's Chevelle. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's Paramore. That's a joke. <laughs> Chevelle's Paramore, a joke. Paramore? <laughs> Jacob? Uh, Paramore. All right. Next match is Lifehouse. Hanging by a moment. You and me. First time. Whatever it takes. Spin. Take me away. Can you sing Hanging by a Moment right now? I'm falling even more in love with you. You got to sound more like a cow when you sing. Desperate for changing. Versus One Republic. It's it's to apologize. Which, okay. I'd like to to apologize, Ken, right now. Total fries. Because I heard One Republic and I was like, what, apologize? They're like basically one hit wonder. But then, then, but then. Stop and stare, counting stars, good life. They have 13 top 100 hits. Dude. Uh, that was crazy. Yeah. You thought they were one hit. One no, it was, it was more of the things I was, like the first impression. I was like, who? And then I was like, oh, yeah, they sing all these other songs, too. So but Lifehouse for me, I actually saw Lifehouse in concert. They were performing at uh, the arena at UVU. OK, it was like half full because they had the partition there. And I remember them saying, like, this is back in like 2000s when they were first coming out. They're like, this is the biggest crowd we've ever played for. We're so excited. And I was like, really? This Aww. is the biggest crowd. But it was still a great concert, and they did a great job. Do you know why? Because they're the JV Nickelback <laughs> Lifehouses. I, I found out some facts from them on their page. JV Nickelback. I don't, I don't think they're even that, man. <laughs> Cooking and eating are the band's favorite pastimes. <laughs> yes, they, they eat Twinkies, pickles, and even Big Macs. They have different interests besides music. Jason loves watching horror movies. Rick loves classic cars. Volkswagens in particular. Bryce loves basketball. And Ben loves his dog. <laughs> and then they say, These our drummer... The boring guys ever. Our drummer is actually the best answer. When asked about what makes Lifehouse different from other bands, Ben Carey wittingly claims that Rick is the best answer in town. <laughs> <laughs> they have nothing to say. They have nothing <laughs> look, to say. Look. But they Lifehouse, sold 15 million dollars. Lifehouse is one of the, They're one of the two bands in this entire bracket that played the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in 2007. Them in Good Charlotte. Nobody, I voted for Lighthouse. I like Lighthouse. Nobody plays. Are you really parade. voting for Lifehouse? I'm voting for Lifehouse. Over One Republic. Oh, yeah, yes. you got confused about One Republic, though. It was, it, one Republic, I was like, yeah. He, he actually has the worst hair in this entire bracket. The Who, guy from one, one Republic. One Republic guy? It's so douchey. I think you're forgetting, Ken, huh. that Lifehouse looks like had ours. many songs <laughs> featured in Stop that. <laughs> Apparently, Ken's voting against Smallville because Lifehouse is featured prominently in Smallville a number of times. Joel, you need to spend more time. I, I, I strongly encourage you, spend more time listening to one republic because i think you're going to like no them. i like one republic i listen to them like oh yeah that song oh yeah that song i go through go through the whole album of, their, their first two albums i would but i fell asleep twice of Look. the vanilla garbage that is on this list this is one of the better bands <laughs> like of Wait, the tier well, three bands, one republic, what are you talking one about? republic like of the bands that i've just actually 
the hating that you guys are like sending forward, this is one of the better ones. He's very talented, has produced some of the better albums he of is. that decade. That's, thank you, Ken. Thank you. Because Timbaland, is, Timbaland produced it? Well, that too. That's, that too. <laughs> their, their hit wasn't a hit until Timbaland this, got involved. This guy wrote tons and tons of songs that were all recorded yeah. by other people before. By, by Taylor Swift. Yeah, and I mean, Adele. Yeah, and like, yeah, he's super talented. Why can't he do the same thing for his band? His he does. His band is those, awesome. Those are both better than One Republic. No, well, I mean, yeah, apologize right now, Joel. <laughs> it's too late, Joel. Now it's too late. Uh, he has a quote I really like. Okay, you were only as good as your worst song. I so I really they're as good like, as all their songs. Is that what you're saying? You're because they're all that. the same. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's One Republic for the win. One Republic. Sorry, Joel. All right, next up is The Used. With such hits as Under Pressure with My Chemical Romance, The Taste of Ink, The Bird, and The Worm. They have 10 top 100 hits. The I'm Used gonna, does. I'm not going to read all these. Isn't that, no, no. They I'm just saying, 10? isn't that crazy? That is, that is crazy. crazy. The used. Like, top, what, like, were they like 90, top 100 99 over yeah. and over again? Probably. Over Ver- and over again. Versus Evanescence. With Bring Me to Life, My Immortal, Call Me When You're Sober, they have five top 100 hits. Both very calm, quiet bands. <laughs> Not a lot of screaming. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> hey, hold hey, on. Hey, they do have My Immortal. Wait, yeah, that's very melodic and then... Well, the, okay, so the used, they actually ha- have a lot of the same people in the band, like since the beginning. Yeah. Evanescence, it's just Amy Lee. Everyone else has left the band at one form or another. Oh, really? And so it's kind of, I always wonder why. Her when voice I see that. is cool. It is a really cool voice. Yeah. Uh, the used, by the way, from Orem, Utah. Did not yeah. know that. Really? I, I may have known that in the background, but it makes didn't me know like them less, actually. And then Evanescence from Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, it I didn't know that. It makes you like them less. Yeah. That's mean. Couldn't you do better than that, guys? Where does so, where does the used uh, end up in your the the uh, rankings? Uh, Seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> so they actually had to add fair. the because the band are in Boston was already using used, and then uh, Burt McCracken. He has a criminal record that's in the Canada. Guy's name. Burt McCracken, which I freaking that's a tier one name. <laughs> Burt McCracken. Is right? It, is it tier one or is it tier three? Because you're no, you're right. It's a tier, tier one. one. It's tier one. So he had a he has a uh, record in Canada, and they had to cancel their concert dates in Canada because uh, he said cracking. he said we have some teensy eensy misdemeanors, which seems like under embellishment there. So the use they get the best trailer music award because their songs sound incredibly epic. Oh, trailer music like movie yeah, trailers, movie not trailer. like listening to while in a trailer. Yeah, yeah, that too <laughs> actually. But the Clash of the Titans trailer, which is surprisingly good, uses their music. Whereas Evanescence, their award is, might just be the coolest single of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's pretty true. Yeah. It's funny, too, because they actually My Immortal, met. is that what you're saying? Because yeah, bring me, bring me no, to bring life. No, Bring Me to Life. Sorry, Bring Me to Life. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I, see, I th- those are both big hits for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, well, I, mean, I still, yeah. I remember Going Under was one I really liked, too. That was a later one. Yeah, Going but, Under, uh, too. I was going to say, do you, do you find it interesting, Jacob, that the two founding members of Evanescence met at a Christian youth camp in Little Rock. I actually knew that. Did you? I was shocked. I didn't know that. Yeah. And they wrote, uh, this is one of my favorite facts about Evanescence, by the way. Uh, Amy Lee, the lead singer, singer, she claimed that she wrote a song for the 2005 film, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, but that it was rejected because of its dark sound. But the producers of Narnia, however, rebutted her claim, saying this information was news to them and that no evidence, Evanescence music had been planned for inclusion in the soundtrack. It's like, why would you make up a weird lie like that? Apparently she's just writing up stuff like, oh, I, I was going to do music for that movie. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe they lied. Who knows? She's a liar. Come on. But she's a winner because <laughs> I'm, voting, I'm voting for Evanescence. It's Evanescence. I've already written her name in. All right, next match is Maroon 5. Harder to breathe, makes me wonder, this love and she don't. will. I feel like be that should loved. be in our pop. You're singing there will should be Should this love? be in our pop no. album? I don't know this if this love should be here. Taking me to 
There's no lyrics to it. It's just squawking. <laughs> I just, just know, like honking a horn over basically there. Basically, the guy that, that uh, takes off his shirt at the Super Bowl and cannot ever win on The Voice. You guys don't want, know what I'm talking about. We don't watch The Voice. <laughs> Versus Shinedown. We have Second Chance, If You Only Knew, and Save Me. They have seven top 100 hits. Second Chance is really the only one I recognized. Maroon 5? Well, let's go. Let's start here. Shinedown has sold 10 million albums. Wow. Maroon 5? 10 million? Yeah, 10 million. I'm, I'm shocked it's that high. Agreed. I can't. That, that's probably Maroon wrong. 5? Yeah, 120 million. They are because they're pop. they're the high they end. They, they're not they're not rock alternative. Did you get them as the highest on the list on the on our list of the Correct. highest albums sold? Yep. The problem is though that does include all their album sales that yeah. and they are still making and they're music still today. Going. Yeah, exactly. but they, they definitely that especially the first uh, oh what's the first album the one that the big one that went big in two thousands. Why am I blanking on it? Songs about Jane. Thank no you. Songs about Jane. That one really does have a ninety or two thousands feel to it, like it a college age. That's feel the to only it. reason it That's, can be here. On, so, it, right? Are we in agreement about that? That's else? the reason it's here. It's true. Shine down. They're getting the award. It's the Collective Soul two point oh, <laughs> and okay. Maroon Five has changed the station award. But how could you not give them the win here? I don't. It's hard not to. They got to take the this win. first round. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Next match is AFI with such hits as Miss Murder, Love Like Winter, and the Leaving Song Part Two. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, versus the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. With Maps and Gold Lion. Maps is such a great one. Head really roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think they just want you to Skeletons stop talking. Zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that's where they got their name. They said it was that uh, New York vernacular of Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. It's a trailer pitch as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Karen O, she's another one of those great vocalists. She really is. I did really you know she composed sound. the soundtrack to Where the Wild Things Are? I heard Not that. Not surprising. And then she also did the uh, cover of the Immigrant Song for yeah. Girl, with a Dra- Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. It's great. Great cover. Both of these artists have sold very little. AFI is like at 5 million, whereas Yeah, Yeah, Yeah is around 3 million. About that, yeah. 5 that million, crazy? that's it? Yeah. yeah. And 3 million for Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I thought like those guys were more influential than that. Uh, AFI kind of, like, they sound a lot like the Killers to me when I listen to their music. A little bit heavier. So their yeah. award is the best guitar hero music because playing Miss Murder on Rock Band is amazing. Yep. Whereas, yeah, yeah, yes, I'm giving them the best lawn mowing music because that's usually <laughs> what I listen to as I'm mowing the lawn. And You're it's so fun. Yeah. We well, and maps on Rock Band. Holy crap. The drums on that. It's awesome. It's nuts. It's totally nuts. So uh, Fever to Tell, the album by Yeah, Yeah, Yes, is the 28th best album of the decade by Rolling Stone, 10th by Con- Consequence of Sound, and number five by Enemy. So AFI... Also known as a fire inside. That's what it stands for. Or they also I was going to say that fact. They said it could be asking for it or anthems for insubordinates. Yeah. A yeah. fire inside. When they formed the band in 1991, so an older band, none of them could play any instruments. Mm-mm. They found a kid with a drum kit That's cool. to join the band. And then they learned how to play bass and guitar. And I mean, they really started because they're like, let's start a band. It's like <laughs> Sing Street. That guy's got a drum kit. Yeah. Let's do let's this. Let's do this. But then, yeah, yeah, yes. I... I'm giving my vote to them because of It's Blitz. <sighs> I listened to It's Blitz and it was one of the few albums where I listened to it and I loved it first listening almost mm-hmm. every song. I thoroughly enjoy their music. Maps has almost all their songs has positive memories with me. Like Maps right. is driving around Hawaii Skeletons with a bunch of my so college good. friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zero, back when uh, I was at this job, uh, we would play Zero and have a dance break in the middle every time oh, I cool. played in the yeah. room. And Heads Will Roll is on my Halloween playlist and the, the music video has got a werewolf mm. in it. It's hilarious. But it's yeah. got the best hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a sweep? Are you voting them too? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm oh, a- yeah, yeah, yeah. AF, AFI 100%. Are you really? Yes. Uh, actually, it's 0% because they just lost. No. I'm My heart's 100%. Miss Murder, Silver and Cold, Girls Not Gray, no, Love cool Like songs. Winter. Very cool songs. Leaving Song Part 2. I love these songs. These are amazing songs. Also, The Prelude. I don't know if you guys have heard that. It's short, but it's very cool. Goodbye, AFI, I guess. Great band. 
not a winner. Next up is Panic at the Disco. It's actually pronounced Panic at oh. the Disco. Holy crap, that scared me. Oh, with such as I read since on tragedies <laughs> in ninety of the afternoon in the nineties. And they had 50, or in the in two thousand. In the nineties. Huh? I keep doing that. Altogether they have fifteen top one hundred hits. Versus System of a Down. With Chop Suey, Aerials, BYOB, Hypnotize, and Toxicity. Chop Suey is one of the few songs on here that's featured on a Weird Al Yankovic polka song. This is I listened to them in the nineties. This so, is the yeah. hardest first round I can think of. What? What? This battle. This one? I struggle with this one? This 100%. is hundred percent. Oh, the hipster in you. Think huh? about Chop Suey, uh, okay. if you will. Like, is that a think guilty about pleasure? Think too, if you will. Guilty pleasure or guilty conscience with Chop Suey? Yes. I think we could all sing that song right now. No. But why? I can't, really. You can't? I can sing the Weird Al Yankovic version. Well, of course you can. That's your thing. <laughs> uh, they sold 40 million, whereas Panic of the Disco? System of Down sold 40 million. 40, 40 million. million. They and haven't, but they haven't made an what? album since like 2015, was it? No, 2005. Oh, no, that's... Yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Is that right crazy? They, they sold sell fifteen that million albums. No more killers since Mesmerize and Hypnotize that, albums in two thousand five. Yeah, that's crazy. I Isn't thought it was like hipster, even knowing who they were. So and then I, Panic of This goes like seventeen million, but they yeah. are still going too. They well, are still going. They, in fact, some of their it's Brandon Yuri is the, like the right. only member who's remained. Some of their biggest hits are actually from their last album. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're making going, a big resurgence. Except for like now he's doing duets with Taylor Swift, and it's just yeah. they kind of lost the edge. No, he's just. Well, he keeps trying to reinvent now. himself. He's mainstream. Uh, System of a Down, by the way, they got their name from a poem that one of the members had written called Victims of a Down, but they changed the name to System of a Down so that they could be alphabetically in CD stores and record stores next to one of their favorite bands, Slayer. Slayer, really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Man, and System of a Down is such a guilty pleasure for me. System of a Down, also, they wanted to, for their second album, yeah. they wanted to launch a free concert to thank all their fans. Problem was, the concert was only uh, set to accommodate about 3,500 people, and about 10,000 people showed up, and there was a huge riot that lasted six hours. A bunch of people were arrested. It was terrible. Makes wow. a lot of system of a down. Seriously. What a downer. I'd have to go panic. No, Panic at the Disco, they have... <sighs> Honestly... I give them the unique Snowflake Award because no other band... In the 2000s, is like this. I'm band. sorry, are you talking about System of the Down? Mm, I get, here's well, the both. problem. I get, I They're get, both to, unique oh, System of the Down or Panic of the Disco? Panic of the Disco. So I get them, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, like the kind it's, of. It's Brendan Urie's voice. It is so unmistakable. It is, it is. Are, are you mean, voting for Panic of, the, Panic of the Disco? He hasn't voted yet. I haven't voted yet. I want you to vote first. Well, I'm voting Panic of the Disco. Oh, okay. Then I, <laughs> I was hoping you do System of no. Down so I could break it. No, System of Down, I don't have any real affection for. It's kind of like, so oh, yeah, I know. Fun, fine. though. But also, uh, I want to bring this up. Panic the Disco also contributed a new song to the soundtrack for the video game, Batman Arkham City. I'm going to say that. They didn't. Uh, Frozen 2, Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown. That's them. I know. Oh, okay. I know. All right, next match is Stained. With such as, as it's been a while, Fade, Price to Play, So Far Away, and Right Here. Mud Shovel. Versus, what'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird uh, song uh, title, actually, isn't it? Uh, versus Fallout Boy. With Sugar, We're Going Down, Dance, Dance. Thanks for the murmurs. Why'd they spell it like that? Actually, I can tell you why. Why? It has no vowels because the label said they need shorter, shorter song titles. <laughs> so they went, That's okay, funny. we gotcha. Thanks for the murmurs. That's funny. I that actually like funny. that. Uma Thurman, This Ain't a Scene, It's an Armors Race. And they those get 20, a little more modern. 20 top 100 hits. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. They actually get the Cockroach Award. Fallout Boy never dies. Well, uh, it's weird you should say that. They're kind of dead now. Because they went through... No, they actually have a big resurgence going on right now. Fall Out Boy was one of those bands that went, oh yeah, those are the nerds who made the band. Like you see them and you're like, oh yeah, those are the losers who've made a band and now made it big. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, stained... 
15 million albums. 15 million albums. So they have outsold them. Fallout Boy's about 7.5 million. I have 12. Here. Oh, no. Over 7.5 million albums worldwide, and some estimates are around 30 million. And I'm like, that's kind of a range Odd. there. So, so Stain gets the Who Turned My iTunes to Half Speed Award. Because <laughs> that's, that's you what it, You haven't heard Mud Shovel is why. That's what it feels like. Go listen to Mud Shovel. Yeah. Also, Outside, the song by Stained, was featured, also featured in a Whale Yankee Big Polka song. Just so you know. Okay. So yeah. they get the vote because it's a weird album. Right. No. I'm going to vote first because I'm pretty sure you guys are going to vote against me. I'm going to vote for Stained. Yeah, we're voting Fallout Boy. Yeah, Fallout Boy. Yeah, I know. But fun fact about Stained is Fred Durst also discovered them. He did. They, they sent I, them. I, no, they I said, did know this one, actually. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, but he saw their album and he said, that's grotesque. They, it was they were like, playing at a concert and he yeah. saw their album cover and he's like, get them out of he here. He said, he called them theistic Satanists. Wow. Sightness. But after Fred Durst Durst was judging them. Thanks for protecting us, Fred Durst. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But after they played, he was so impressed he signed them to Flip Records, which is his company. No, I saw like one of the the ways I got introduced uh, listening to Stain was uh, Fred Durst doing a thing because they were touring together Mm -hmm. and he was singing outside live. I'm looking outside. And I was like, I was shocked. Like the song was like dark and mysterious and like kind of beautiful in like a creepy way. Okay. It was strange. Anyway, but you got Fred Durst in the background going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is a this real red deal. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, yeah. oh man, you're ruining it, you weirdo. <laughs> Next up is Dashboard Confessional. With such hits as Screaming Infidelity, Saints and Soldiers, Hands Down and Vindicated. Who no one we know knows likes. Literally, no no one that we know likes likes this band. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> are you talking about the fact that my wife said that if they don't advance at least Didn't one you round, say the I, Bacon Cell is over and I can't come back? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> she did say that. She laughed. When I she think you called it. her the prettiest listener at times. I have, yes. She threatened your life? She, she, no, she did, no, she said Bacon Cell is done. If you, if you, if, if, if Wait, is she, she going to stand by that? I don't think <laughs> this so. This is what kills Bacon Cell? Maybe. Oh, no. How much do you like Franz Ferdinand? <laughs> well, uh, Franz Ferdinand. Take me out. Do you want to? What was the heir to the... Pre- fun songs. Uh, Franz Ferdinand was the heir presumptive to the throne of Austria-Hungary and his assassination in Sarajevo is considered one of the most immediate causes of World War One. I. I had a guy tell me one time, he's like, oh, I don't like those men. I hate it when people just use their names. And I was like, uh, <laughs> so how do, do you I know? tell uh, you this? So uh, uh, Franz Ferdinand, they got Darts of Pleasure and Take Me Out are their bigger hits. Yeah. So Franz Ferdinand has sold 13 million dashboard or Chris Caraba, basically. Yeah, it's one guy. Five million. I saw what? Yeah, I, I still am. This, I'm shocked by this. Yeah. So Chris Caraba, I saw him in Don't concert. It again. I did they, too. Did you? How many years ago? Oh, it was probably 2010. Did he sing the sing the exact same songs that he sang at mine? Okay, so here's the thing. It was the, it was a like a multiple band thing down in Lehigh, right? And the bands came out and some were better than others. That's where I I really dis- disliked Colby Kelly because she was so boring. Okay, Aquabats were great, but then only Chris, in concert, by the way. But Chris Caraba came out, and that guy is a showman. Like he was keeping us entertained the entire time. And I kind of mock Chris Caraba a lot of times. I'm like, he's the whiny guy in the corner with a guitar. Well, he is. But he was a performer, and I was like, I get it. I get why people like him. Interesting you say that, because the award is, I like this band, so my girlfriend will like me more. <laughs> and Franz Ferdinand is great for commercials, because basically that's where you hear his music is, commercials they or advertisements. Point, probably, they did yeah. contribute to the Alice in Wonderland soundtrack in 2010. Oh, man. Uh, but Franz Ferdinand did win two Brit awards for Best British Group. Yep. I'm voting for Dashboard Confessional. Is it because Taylor Swift is a big fan? Yep. I'm voting for Dashboard Confessional. Chris Caraba. I think you would anyway. Jake, Jake, let me throw this at you. Chris Caraba says he enjoys having eye relations with a member of the audience, and he stares at them as he plays. (laughs) He picks one person. He has eye relations. I felt special when he did it, Ah, Kent. No. I felt special when he did (laughs) it. With you? That's so horrifying. (laughs) Isn't that weird? Uh, Yeah. 
Of course he would. Jake, I don't know yet. You have to pick. Are you kidding me? Are you going Dashboard or are you going Franz Ferdinand? It, it, it would actually be really close, but since I don't want to upset the balance Same. of bacon <laughs> Please, pick Dashboard. Uh, dashboard. Okay, I'm picking Dashboard as well. Yay! Are we still good? Bacon Cell continues! <laughs> uh, we fought for this. Well, No integrity anymore, but we fought for this. I, I like Take Me Out. Uh, and what was the other one? Take Darts Me Out feels more... Darts of Pleasure, yeah, I like those It two, feels more 2000s to me. I have not gone back and listened to these. Of course, I haven't gone back to listen to that. No, friends, I'd I'd almost call them a one-hit wonder, to be honest. No, no, I'd, no, no. I, I, just me, almost, that's what I'm okay. saying. All right, next match is Modest Mouse. Uh, with such hitches, Float On and Ocean Breathe Salty. And Dashboard. Versus Sum 41. With Fat Lip. Still waiting, pieces. Into deep. Mm-hmm. Love that one. That's so good. Uh, Modest Mouse has about 3 million albums sold worldwide, and some 41 around 16 million albums uh, worldwide. Wow. I have a personal bias here. I love Float On. Really? For some reason, that song just connects with me. I would, I would play that all the time. This isn't our one-hit wonder show, though, Jacob. Uh, Darts of Pleasure and Dashboard. I love those songs, too. Actually, we already like, talked about Dashboard. They already advanced. So, <laughs> mo- mo- uh, Modest Mouse has the modern version of Louis Louis Award because... Some 41 has <laughs> Oh, what are they doing? The cra- oh, they're still going and they're great. I know what are their voice sounds? Some 41. Yeah, all yeah. the way going. They're having some issues here where uh, It literally came out with an album a year and a half ago. But the problem is the the band members keep falling off. The only one left is is the lead singer Derek Wibley and he actually posted under 7 2014 that he was having liver and kidney fa- failure due to excessive drinking. Yeah, and that's sad. But it's amazing, he actually literally almost died, and then he came back and thanks came a out lot, with a great Sum album. 41. Actually, it's thanks a lot, and this we'll get into this another show. Avril Lavigne, mm-hmm. yeah, they were they were married. They were for a married. While. She left him for Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Who can blame her? I can. <laughs> Have you heard his voice? I can. <laughs> Some forty one for Nickelback. So Some forty one, they're the cream of the pop punk genre yeah. for me. Like pop punk, yeah. obviously low bar. But they I are the absolute cream. And they're even more just like punk, honestly. Their albums are just great. Chuck is a masterpiece. Yeah. Chuck uh, is a lot of fun. Yeah. And there's even new ones that come out in this decade. Which I vote I, for Modest Mouse. I'll kill no filler, though. Oh, sorry, Jake. We're not giving a lot to Modest Mouse. Let's talk more about Modest Mouse. Nope. Let's just vote for somebody when we move on. I do like they got their name from a Virginia Woolf <laughs> book. Jamaican or something. <laughs> that's, that's what it says. So Virginia Woolf uh, described the poor in a book as modest mouse-like people. And, that's and, and then they said, you know, we had to license a song for a Nissan Quest commercial. And they said, it was blatantly commercial, but we need financial stability. And then people yeah. called the lead singer a sellout. And then he started calling them all names on social media. Well, the thing oh, is, he was, like, he was like, if you if you make music for a living, you can judge me. Otherwise, go wash your dishes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. He's like, I'm really impressed with him as a lyricist. So anytime I'm like Hold reading on. the lyrics. No, it's it's more like playfulness in the lyrics. It's not like it's meaningful. It's just like, it's just weird turns of phrase and things like that that yeah. I enjoy. Also, I mean, they have an album named like Good News for People That Love Bad News. Yeah. I know, it's, it's just funny to me. I don't know. Okay. That's Sorry, it. Jake. It's, it's some 41. Over. Some 40. I already wrote it in. All right, next match is Travis from uh, with such hits as "Why Does Always Rain on Me" and "Sing" versus Hoobastank with the reason "Running Away" and "Crawling in the Dark." So this is a heart vote. I, I basically begged these guys to put Travis in the list, and Travis 
is, and if they don't make it past this round, I'm okay. I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to yell. I'm going to cry a little bit because they're my favorite band of all time. I know. And you mentioned that before. Whoa, and whoa, whoa. All time. All time. You said that before, Jacob. And I can't tell you how many times I've gotten train mixed up with Travis. And he apologizes that every time. <laughs> and I, get, I keep so doing different. it. I get that real mad. That him so deeply. I had to think just does. now. <laughs> I look at him, I go, it's okay. You don't understand. But because Travis, to <laughs> me, so I really have no experience with them. But the white, when I listen to White Is Always Rain On Me, I'm like, oh, yeah, that song. So oh, Hoopastink wow. has sold 10 million albums. And while Travis is mostly huge in the UK, they've sold 20 million. Double the albums. Albums. Yeah. Think about Man, that. Maybe if Mata's Mouse had continued, I would like Travis more. Uh, Travis got their name from I can change uh, it. a character. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make a trade with you right now. <laughs> a character in the, in the par- film Paris, Texas is where they got their name. Whereas Hoobastink got their name from one of the band members mispronouncing a German street name. Okay, no. So I found this site where it's like six facts about Hoobastink you will not believe. Number No, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ready? <laughs> so terrible. Ready. Number four. We'll shock me, you. Number four what? made me want to punch a baby. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, cool. Copy, paste, copy, paste. Here are some of the facts. The original bassist loved Bulgarian wrestling, especially a five-time European champion, Stinka Zetleva. When she'd come to the ring, she'd yell, who's the Stinka? The crowd would yell back, you the Stinka, in a thick Bulgarian accent. It sounded like Hoobastink. The reason was her entrance music at the 2004 Olympics. Okay. That's the best story of the night. Apparently, Doug Robin has probably gotten a fight while skydiving. His brother pushed him out without a parachute and yelled, every man for himself. Doug survived, and he was the first person to survive a skydiving skydive without a parachute. What is this on? Is this like on BuzzFeed? So apparently, it was a fake site. Like <laughs> I was just copying pasting. I'm like, these are incredible facts. <laughs> and then I read that a one of the people, like you said, oh, someone in the band mispronounced a German street name. Yeah. So I was like, who is Stinka? Oh, it's a German street name. That sucks. That does suck. Weird. Uh, so the Travis Hoobast- used to be called Glass Onion, by the way. Hoopastink gets the award. It's the reason I want to change a station award. And mm-hmm. with Travis, I'd just like to bear my testimony that uh, Travis <laughs> no. is truly melodic and beautiful music. And if you give yourself a chance to just listen to these guys, Kent. Uh, you can't. Well, yes, Joel. He loves train. Don't worry. I'm voting for Hoobastink. I know. So let I'm, me, I'm not, thanks for it, interrupting my testimony to tell me yeah. about this blasphemy. <laughs> well, we, we, for a band we, called Hoobastink. This show has already gone really long. Hooba, you said you weren't going to get mad. Hoobastink. Hoobastink, <laughs> Joel. That's who I voted for. Uh, but no, so I'm voting for them only because, Kent, I'm, this is not a slight against you, but when I listened to uh, The Reason, I was like, yes, definitely college years. When I listened to Crawling in the Dark, I'm like, there it is. And they listened to Running Away, and I'm like... All three of those. Hey, Travis, I only got White is Always Rain to be like, oh, yeah, that song. So there's no memory association with the 2000s for me. Have you heard of a band called Coldplay? Yes. Chris Martin said, Travis is the band that invented Coldplay and lots of others. Chris Martin said, Travis is the band that influenced Coldplay. What did uh, Chris Martin's ex-wife, what did she invent? Goop. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with Travis. I, if we're just pulling random relations like, out here. Netflix, I'm saying, no, uh, it's series. not a random relation. It inspired... Coldplay. Uh, by the way, the lead singer of Travis almost died when he dove into a shallow swimming pool while on a tour in France and broke his neck. No, that's, sure that's, that's like a drummer. A, a fake oh, drummer. Site. Yeah, that's, that's a drummer. drummer. Sorry. Yeah. It's probably the fake site. The Man Who, which is a Travis, <laughs> Travis album, spent nine weeks at number one in the UK albums chart. Uh, they won Best Band at the Brit Awards and were twice the NME, which is New Musical Express Artist, Artist of the Year. They played the Glastonbury Music Festival, which is, it's like 200,000 people that go there. Headlined it. 20 million albums. And they didn't even break huge here in the U.S. In the U.K. they sold, and worldwide, 20 million albums. 
over basically how much of this are we going to trim out when we get to the final show that's what you. I was wondering too all I want is just them to make it to the next round and I'll shut up you said you didn't care if they made it to the next I round I would really like them to Ken, if I had some more persuasive arguments I don't know if you I, have anything you else want me to say. keep going no I don't want you to keep going Ken I would have voted for them anyway Oh my gosh. Awesome. <laughs> look. Ken just gave Jacob. I think he just did that thing with Chris Caraba when he makes an eye relation with someone. Right now. Okay. Right now, no, Jake. No, I'm not looking in your eyes. Nope, not doing so it. So Travis Hoobast- is moving ahead. I will deliberately not listen to Hoobastank. And it's not just because of their name, but it's partly because of that. And yeah, they probably had a bigger, they definitely had a bigger influence. They were more on the radio and stuff. I still listen to Travis. I liked him anyway. But Kent loves him. I didn't know they were your favorite band of all time. Thanks, babe. Um, <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> but I was I, I, I was already listening to them. I already liked them. Probably, Why did I go on for seven minutes? Why did you stop me? I, just I trim that out when you do the final edit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'll send I'll send Travis hey, ahead. Jake, whatever you want from now on, it's yours. <laughs> I might take you <laughs> no, up on don't that. Don't say that. It's on record now. <laughs> Why does it always rain on me? Is it because All right, gentlemen, for the final match. Yes, Woo! we did it almost. Let's do it. It's Papa Roach with hits such as Last Resort, She Loves Me Not, and Scars. Scars, yeah. Angels, uh, were you going to Angels and Insects? Is that what it is? Yeah, they between have, angels they have and five insects. top 100. Between, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, forever. I actually liked How are they angels not a one-hit wonder band? And then they have Scars all of a sudden. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Scars probably prefer better. Scar than, it is actually a higher chart. Yeah, that makes sense. Versus Lincoln Park. In the end, numb what I've done, waiting for the end, shadow of the day, new divide, somewhere I belong, one step closer. They have 23 top 100 hits. 23! Papa Roach has about 20 million albums sold worldwide. Oh, Lincoln Park, them. 100 million. Papa Roach, they get the award for the best intro of any song of the 2000s because suffocation, no breathing. Well, why'd you start there? There's a swear after that. I'm not going there. But not on our playlist because Kent picked the clean versions. Thank you, Kent. Oh, we found that, huh? Yeah. Well, Linkin Park, their award is this decade would not exist without them. Linkin Park. Wow, that's heavy. Is this decade. There are a lot of these bands that could kind of flow between that and the 2010s or the 90s. I don't think if Linkin Park didn't exist, we'd probably actually skip 10 years. (laughs) <laughs> wow that's yeah. that's i'm like is that true I mean, it's true Park. i mean because they had there's a lot of rap influence there is and, that wrong no 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 it's just like they're they're kind of a, a genre melding band yeah they are oh yeah i mean like rap but, rock metal like so basically news. fred durst so, yeah i thought no don't that was wrong <laughs> yeah it was really wrong. do not compare lincoln park to fred durst <laughs> i feel really bad no <laughs> papa roach doesn't own any of their songs actually papa roach is kind of a similar thing wait they don't any whoa, whoa what what yeah so they got into some really bad agreement like they signed a contract where they totally got taken hmm. so geffen they released a greatest hits album without their knowledge or consent jeez isn't that awful that hmm. is awful also i gotta give a lot of love to papa roach because if you're ever on the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack. <laughs> Pro like, Skater 2. Yeah, and that's number two, which has a great soundtrack. Blood Brothers was on the Tony Hawk Pro mm-hmm. Skater 2 soundtrack, and that's amazing. There's no doubt in my mind that I was going to give this one to Linkin Park when this matchup came up, because Linkin Park is... It, okay, for me, as who I am, being able to have super angry, yelly, screamy music with no curse words for the first couple albums was a blessing. Yeah. And it's just like, I remember... Yeah. Well, do you know they purposely don't swear because... They, they didn't for a while, but then yeah. they started to later on in albums. But when I would get frustrated, I would sing them. I have vivid memories of like just uh, screaming, Shut, Shut up! What I'm talking to you! Uh, to just your kidding. kids. Right? <laughs> in my this is all pre-married. Like, they just moved into the parenting. Although, that could be effective. Just turn on uh, Little Lincoln Park whenever I'm Everything you said to me, because I want to have... But the thing is, even though it's like that yelly, screamy kind of thing, it's not like obnoxious. 
In fact, it's almost melodic at parts. Like it's yeah. kind of yeah. weird how they're yeah. able to pull they're, that together and they're have crazy talent. talented. Yeah, yeah, in their music. So yeah, I'm giving it to Lincoln Park without a question. I had here. that first album. I mean, I was 18 hybrid or something theory? like that. Yeah, Which hybrid that used theory. to be their name. Their original name was Hybrid Theory. Oh, now, really? Now, yeah. Jake, if you pick Papa Roach, mm-hmm. I am obliged to pick Papa Roach no, as well. No, no, <laughs> Jake, no. This is this no. is up to you because uh, if you'd see. like to, you know, no. surprise everybody. No, I mean, surprise. I really, I really would like to just knock out these guys. So this maybe, could be maybe another favorite of mine. Remember could actually in the win? '90s bracket when uh-huh. Third Eye Blind got knocked out by presidents of the United States that of America. America. Messed up. That it's was messed, messed up. up. <laughs> that was messed up. Let's not do it again. Just let's end the show. I think I'll regret it if I don't just choose Lincoln Park okay. on this. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Thanks. They can sell probably be over from Joel's thanks, account. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, babe, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Consider hey, your oath fulfilled. Hey, Jake. Uh-huh. Nope. 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 <laughs> not Stop looking him in the eyes. Not. Nope. He's still doing it. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will have a part two. If you're angry at us, we're sorry. We know. <laughs> but let us know on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Let us know what you think of the of the matches we made and the ones that won. And like I said, you can print this out. This whole bracket you can print out at BaconSale.com and play with friends at home. Absolutely. Yeah. But before we go, we'd like to thank our patrons. From the I Am The Listener category, we have Terry Finley, Stephen Ross, Adrian Gray, Chris Drought, Braden Winterton, Crew Dutler, Colton Cook, Jennifer Kilkowski, Arsenal, and Kyler from a more civilized podcast, our favorite Star Wars podcast. <laughs> and from the Bacon Council, Nicole D. Hale, Chris Anderson, Ryan Farron, Matt's Mudro, sorry, Matt's Mudro, and Reverse Listener. I'm not allowed to say Matt's. And thank you for listening. If you want to find me, though, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with Quickwits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. You can connect with me there. But find Bacon Sale on Twitter. Go follow us. If you don't have a Twitter account, make one. Go follow us there. Joel puts out great quotes from the episode out of context. So if you ever hear us reference that, that's what we're talking about. It's usually pretty funny. And then you'll get quotes of me saying stuff like whatever it was, Kent, your body's a wonderland. Right. Again. And it doesn't matter. It said once Joel will already quote it. Working out. Then Kent will put it at the end of the episode now too. Yeah. And uh, so if you want to support us in any way, uh, you can also get our merchandise, tpublic.com slash bacon sale. You can get stickers and mugs and shirts and hoodies and et cetera. Uh, Patreon.com slash bacon sale. We, we mentioned before we have content that's being promoted there. We post constantly. There's really cool stuff. If you remember the last episode, we talked about driving stories. I did post one on, on there. I, I plan to do another one soon, yeah, it's, too. It's awesome. So until next time. Listen to this podcast. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Why are my eyes so red? Was it something Joey said? (laughs) Yeah. Do it, Rockapella. Do it. Thank you for not making me swear. <laughs> Thank you. Sound check. Ray Parker Jr. Sue Hewlett. Sound, Sound check. Ray Parker Jr. Sue Hewlett. Sound check. Ray Parker Jr. Sue Hewlett. Sound check. Devil! <laughs> it's fun to do it. I already did it. Devil. No. It's not the same. He needed it. It's not the same. He needed you to <laughs> recognize. He didn't, even say, he didn't even say devil. He needed me to say Satan, 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 Satan. Yeah, why are we saying uh, devil uh, now? Why, 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 now we're inciting the name. 
Stop it. No, no, stop. It's my favorite song. I can't get out of my head. It's the devil's there. You put a gun to someone's head and you're like, die or listen to Nickelback. And they're like, just shoot me. He's like the Will Smith of the crappy well, alternative and then, world. And then he... Here's so that became your Nickelback. Nickelback. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Jacob voted for Nickelback. Oh, gosh, no. I didn't go to college. Instead, I became famous. We could do that. And they did. And they did without the heroin, yeah. which is boring. Yes, you must listen to them. Look how look how white and pale they are. No Talented Patrol band. is what I'll play in the cards with the date to feign sensitivity. Is the most <laughs> epic song ever written. Wow, I wish I had a picture of this right now. I am so angry at my parents right now. <laughs> I hope that hurt your head. It's very sensitive. Why am I so passionate about John Mayer? He put on the magic fedora. The magic this is the hit maker right here. Poison Avocados by Jason Mraz. I'd rather these are. peel back my fingernail. Oh, <laughs> wow. to an entire album by Jason Mraz. <laughs> wow. I'll do it right now. Are you 40 and you're singing, I'm just a kid. Put Simple Plan in. Put Simple Plan in. Put Simple Plan in. Your voting was perfect. <laughs> but I love the Jimmy World so much. I know. And I don't Kill, care. On, I don't okay? care. Joel, slow down. I don't care about Queens Joel? of the Stone Age. I love Jimmy World. Joel, slow down. <laughs> okay, so I feel like we should talk. Marry me, Jimmy Eat World! <laughs> Jimmy Eat World for Joey Kilbacon Sale. Drown in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Stuff. That's yeah. Thanks for the murmurs. Fred Durst was Durst. judging them. Thanks for protecting us, Fred Durst. <laughs> yeah. I felt special when he did it, Kent. She left him for Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Who can blame her? <laughs> I can. Have you heard his voice? Number four, maybe want to punch a baby. Hooba. You said you weren't going to get mad. Hooba Stink. Hooba <laughs> Stink, Joel. That's who I voted for. Your body is a wonderland, Kent.